Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Marita Bravo podcast with Jolene and Busy Blue. Busy Blue, how are you doing? I am fantastic. How are you doing? I am good. I like you in your glasses. You look so cute. Oh, my God. Because I was trying to fix the computer, I couldn't get into costume, you know? So now I have to sit here and look like Steve Urkel. You I like this. You, you are Stefan Urkel. Stefan. Oh. <laughs> How are you, Joe? I'm good. It's Friday. I got Monday off for Indigenous Ooh. People Day. Well, what do we call it now so we don't have to call it Columbus Day? I don't call it anything. I don't call it anything. I don't reckon. I don't think about it. Mm-hmm. I, it's about not it. on my. It's not on my mind. It's not on my brain. I have to work. <laughs> so I don't think about anything. And I wish somebody would come up into my house and say that they found it. And we go, and they get a holiday, girl. You better get out of my house. <laughs> right? That is exactly what happened. That is crazy. That's all the history book should say. Like, well, <laughs> you went to right, someone else's like house. That. Yeah, and you said it's mine. And then we were all like, oh, okay. And they went with that for years. I never will understand it. Yeah, it's crazy. But I have the day off work, so but I refuse to call it what it's called. So I'm trying to think of a new name for it. So I just say indigenous. People Day? National Hot Dog Day. National Hot Dog Day. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, that, that sounds good. That's a, Okay, so National Hot Dog Day I have off, so I'm doing good. But Biz and I are back, and we're covering Potomac. So we're going to get all caught up. We have episode 8, 9, and 10. So thank you for joining us, everyone, in the chat. Feel free to leave your comments, you guys. Make sure you uh, sub to both Busy and myself. Follow us on the Instagram at Jolene Lunzer, at Busy Not Blue. on the Instagram, Jolene. The Instagram. Follow us the, on the Instagram. Down to the, the Facebook. Tweeter. <laughs> the Facebook. The everything. So, Darlene, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Ryan B says, y'all see Monique Mollywop, Candace. I was it was Candace. not a Mollywop. It was not a Mollywop. That was palm. She had her palm open. It was open <laughs> hand. That was not a Mollywop. Uh, well, Ryan said that 100% solidified him on uh, Candace's side. So we'll be getting all into it. We'll be getting into everything having to do with Monique and Candace. Drag me, Monique. Drag, drag me. me, Monique. You go drag me. So busy, ready to get started? I sure am. All right. So we did cover a little bit of episode eight, but let's just go back into it on our last uh, broadcast. Um, okay. So uh, episode eight, season five, serving up betrayals. Ashley confronts Michael about the blog rumors and inadvertently reveals intimate details about their sex life. They do threesomes and cheat on each other. Giselle <laughs> corrals the ladies together for a wine tasting to celebrate her literary, to celebrate her ghostwriter. But the celebration quickly halted when tension escalates to an alarming level. Drag me busy, drag me. What are you thinking? This was a really good episode. So did we see, did we see Wendy this episode? Was this when her child went to karate? I think this is the karate. This I mean, is the sorry, karate. sorry, Power Ranger School. Yep, Power, Power Ranger School, School. Uh, tapping her son. Uh, I really <laughs> love that scene. I love to get the family dynamic. Her husband is so fine. Um, and just getting to understand that she's in a different place in her life. And what does that mean for work? And now doing, being a mother of reality and do I want to continue to do this? We're going through something like that. Um, so I really like seeing that scene. But the most important scene was Ashley and her husband down to that restaurant. Oh, you could cut the tension with a knife. Where's Candace when you need her? 
I know. Where was Candace with the butter knife? Julie B, thank you for the first super chat of the night. Hi, Jolene and Busy Blue. Happy Friday. Jolene, love your Nana's debate lives. Oh, thank you. We started doing our debate lives, and, and Busy actually says he watches them, too. So sure that's very happy about that. I voted yesterday. Good for you, Ju uh, Julie B. We are proud of you for voting. Yeah, better um, vote. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Very important, very important. Okay. Uh, yes, this restaurant scene was awkward it was strange the fact that we learned later in the episode it was out there for like seven hours the story hit um and i mean michael darby is is creepy uh i just remember busy saying i remember you telling me busy like the way i think in the last episode you said the way ashley ate that caesar salad as Girl, was i was just about to bring it up again i was just about to bring it up again you bring could up tell again. she was so upset she was through she was through. She said, we're going to put the baby. Now, and Dean is part of the cast. She even left baby Dean at the house. That's how you knew she was serious. She left baby Dean at the house. And she was like, so go ahead. Mm -hmm. and, and you saw him get flustered. Okay, I've said everything. Like, can I take this off now? You know, I said everything last night, girl. Mm -hmm. but she did not. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she reached over to his plate. Um, I know. Now you, now you want to say you're done? <laughs> She's hashtag bothered unbothered. Like, she is. So unbothered. Just, uh, it was amazing. And the fact that then he was like, we're done because she said, Ashley is just starting to, uh, create like, okay, all right. All right. Here's where we're going. All right. You tell people you got boyfriends, you got girlfriends, you got this, you that. Okay. Now we're going to do exposed party on Potomac and I'm going to talk about this, uh, whatever it's like, what's it called? An after marriage, um, a, uh, a post, the post nuptials. Yep, she's just working up to the post post nuptials. Like, okay, mm -hmm. so you're really not going to do this again. You're really not going to do this again. And are you okay with that? And Michael Darby, you would think his wiener has just like is an octopus on its own with all the different brains and stuff. Like he can't control it. It is just out there doing its thing. He's like, I, I think, yeah, I think I'm going to control. It. Can we be done? I need a beer. I need a beer. This guy in his damn beer. Maybe that's what's getting you in trouble. Michael she Darby. was like, girl, get him somebody. Get the man a beer. She she was cleaning her teeth. As he was yelling, he's sitting there yelling, upset, distraught. I said everything, I've been honest. And she's sitting there just like that. Mm -hmm. I get a little celery about it. Like she was so unbothered. And I stand. I stand. What? I see exactly what she's doing. I am liking Ashley more than I have ever since really? like the way, way beginning. I am because. She'll never go back to that. I love that I one. I feel as though at least there's a little more transparency um, in these last couple episodes. I feel like Ashley, well, because we'll get to the fight, but I feel like she's, um, I'm liking her reactions to things, but you are right. Baby Dean is a cast member. He deserves an opening line, you know, like these ladies, uh, you know, I'm not full of shit, but my diapers are or something. Hey, you know, you some little tagline. <laughs> baby Dean. I'm Come on, baby Something D. Like she didn't even break him. She left him at home. She didn't want to yell. She didn't want the atmosphere while she ate that salad. Mm -hmm. Good for you, Ashley. I, I love that scene. I stand. I could watch it over and over and over again. Watching Michael Darby mm -hmm. squirm is my favorite. Is Somebody my get him a beer, please. Thing. Yeah, get him a beer, whatever. <laughs> We're going to work out the logistics of when I'm getting paid, okay? Uh, so, yeah, so then, you know, she talks about there was a woman I was attracted to, and we brought her in, and we did stuff with her, but that's not going to happen anymore. You know, we this is an unconventional relationship, but that's not going to happen anymore, right? That's and, unfair. Well, how do you feel about that? Um, I feel like this is a conversation they should have had previously. Mm -hmm. I feel like their relationship in general is just so disingenuous and cuckoo that uh, did they really have a agreement that 
they could do this and why now is it different? Is it, is it like, I could see her being like, all right, do what you want, but don't get us in trouble. Like don't, don't make you exactly. look stupid. And now he made her look stupid. So maybe she can't say that on camera. Um, she so can't. She's been very forward. Well, I think, I don't know if she'd feel as comfortable saying I allowed him to straight up cheat on me as long as uh, he showed some discretion. And Michael Darby doesn't even know the meaning of discretion. This she guy is just out there. The Coronas get to him. How can Corona mess up your life that much, Michael Darby? <laughs> like, Girl, seriously? in, the low, in the, 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 the low tables. You know, the one dollar <laughs> table, one chip. Oh, not in the high roller, drinking Coronas. I mean, does he realize there are other beers he could be drinking? I don't know. I haven't drank in a long time, but I'm telling you, Corona was my go-to spring break 98, spring break 99, spring break 2000. Not Corona's to rip on Corona, but you are, well, I, I was 19, 18, 20 years old, you know? But when I actually, you know, my taste buds developed, I was like, oh, that's not the best uh, Mexican beer. That's not the best kind of, you know, there were so many other, uh, I don't know. I, I can't even think offhand. Pacifico, better. Uh, Modelo, anything, you know, anyway, uh, nice tequila on ice. Yeah. There's, there's a better, it just feels like he's always, how many damn Corona's can you drink? Take a shot. What's wrong Not with you? Enough. That's why she knew those <laughs> underwears. How many pairs does he have that she was like, I know those underwear and the MGM mm -hmm. where they were is right down the street from the house. She was off on a trip. He couldn't have took her back to that, um, storage unit that they call it an apartment. Y'all could have gone back to the storage unit. Now he getting the whole hotel. I know. And so there's an MGM, because uh, all I know about MGM is if it's a casino. So there's an MGM casino hotel within yeah. where they live. Or like so the it's like live. right across the bridge, yeah. So it's probably 10 minutes from them. That's okay. where Nini's Swag Boutique is. Oh, okay, because I always... Uh, assumed you were talking about MGM Las Vegas. No, we don't live there. I live. We live in Virginia. And no, I know, but I was thinking maybe they. I don't know. Maybe he was traveling. I just was lost. Uh, I didn't realize. Him and the boys because they just closed the deal. Okay. Now <laughs> yeah, he's so upset. Oh no! We're, can we get? Are we done yet? I, I've said everything. I've been so honest, girl. Have you? Somebody to get him a Corona, please. I think the problem was like he wanted color? to close the deal with the boys, and they were like, "No." So he's like, "I'll just take her." That's I'll fine. take this That's one. Oh, easy, That's whatever I can get. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Realification says things change when you become a mother. I do believe that. But I, I'm just surprised there wasn't a conversation. Like, I'm surprised she didn't say, we've talked about this. If you already put it out there that you guys had this open kind of marriage, it seemed as though this was the first time he was hearing this. So that was that was weird to me because I would have let that be known. Like, once we start having kids and stuff and we become, like, a family, if, if that's their standard, um, then you need to keep your wiener just – to me. I don't think he wanted, now that I'm thinking about the seasons, I don't know if he ever wanted children with her. Like at first it was, you got to keep the store floating. You got to make sure that the restaurant stays afloat. And mm -hmm. then she was pushing that she wanted to be a mother. I don't know yeah. if he ever wanted to be a dad again. Yeah. Cause doesn't he have kids like older than Ashley? He's sure. I, I feel like he, you know, goes to one young one. And then once she gets older, has a baby, goes to another young one. So yeah. And just the fact of him talking about how they just weren't connecting sexually, bro. She need you do you understand after you have a baby, you gotta heal your badge? Like 
hello, how many babies? He's already been with women that have had babies. You can't just go give the sex up. She tore her bunghole. I mean, it's all very sensitive down there. She just gave birth to your son. Is your wife, does she just exist? exist No, she gave birth to her son. That's not his, okay? You know you're taking a baby, right? Okay? Every minute they get, this this is your child. You better take him, take him, take him. Dean, come on, bring it back. She's going up to, to film. Mm-hmm. I wonder who kept the baby when they went to that restaurant. Probably her friend, that one friend that showed up with her. He was in the car, just like Croy and Kim. He was right <laughs> he was under the, the table. Don't lie. Mm-hmm. He was under the table. Uh, Rommel says, I wouldn't do a threesome in my marriage because I'm selfish, but everyone's different. I wouldn't do a threesome either, but everyone is different. You know, it's different strokes for different folks. I think if you set the rules, mm-hmm. then there wouldn't be any issues. I think she may be changing the rules now that she's got yeah. the baby. And yep. that's what's kind of unfair. Mm. I'm, I'm trying yeah. to give Michael something. Yeah, and if he didn't already have all these um, things where he has grabbed men and sexually harassed people and hit, you know, it'd be one thing, but it's just, uh, yeah. So we know, we knew though, They we just needed her to say it. We knew there was some kind of agreement because how she forgave him for these things were like, hello, like if my husband did half of that, I would be like, no, this is not okay. I'm not going to make excuses uh, for you to right. to disrespect me and disrespect other people. Like, why do I want to be with someone who would treat other people she that needed way. that check come on bring your passport show her that you never were yes. overseas that's not you on grinder <laughs> okay so we go through all that just to get to the point you know we have a little bit of monique walking with her husband talking about the podcast we talked about that already she's paying way too much there's not enough profit it's a podcast honey you do not she need to print out flyers yeah you don't gotta print out flyers <laughs> That's why nobody's coming. I gotta print up new flyers, girl. And where you put these in the schools? Uh, like where is she putting? Let me leave it alone. Yeah, seriously. No, they're putting them on cars at the mall. And um, it's just you know, I like I I like her entrepreneurial uh, nature of wanting to do a business and wanting to find fulfillment. I know business around his eyes is like here we go with her liking Monique. I like that, but two hundred thousand dollars is far too much. She doesn't in. have a business mind. She she just wants to feel like she's doing something. What happened to the essential oils, girl? Now you're doing podcasts, printing up flyers. I'm just so over. She got coffee mugs. How do you, when do you got time to drink coffee? You're not a, you're not a lazy mom. Uh, she'd be putting those oils on her. Just everything about it is just very frustrating. There's no cohesiveness in the brand. I just and now she's fighting people. I just cannot with her. And she's utilizing his money because he's like, well, maybe we'll have to cancel it. Oh no, we're not canceling, girl. It's not your money. It's mine. And if I say you need to uh, shut it down, shut it down. What happened to those apartment buildings or those other buildings that we bought that you were supposed to be taking care of, you and your brother? Y'all were supposed to be managing. What happened to that? (laughs) Unfortunately for him, it is her money. Because uh, when he signed that piece of paper and every baby she pushed out, that's her money. So, and now he knows, like, oh, crap. Yeah, he's got it. He's watching. He's watching. Yeah, He's watching. He's worried. Uh, so they, we have their little walk. But ultimately, it just takes us to Giselle uh, celebrating the fact that someone else, she could pay someone else to write a book for her. And then she got an award and they showed up in a barn to drink wine. And that is when all everything starts. That's when Ashley starts being open about uh, somewhat open about what's going on with her and Michael and all the girls like, whoa, whoa. And, and Wendy's like, uh, pick me, pick me. I, I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. And Ashley says she believes that Michael Darby just cuddled his gargoyle ass next to some random lady and fell asleep. 
And uh, if we're going to believe that he was even with her in the first place, let's do it. But he got all the way up to y'all cuddling in your he passed out, but he was able to take his clothes off. Uh, exactly. Girl, it's a no for me. And what was he going to the dresser for? If he passed out, what did he put on the dresser? Because he went in and passed out. What yeah. things does he have around the room? It's a no for me. And he's a liar. If this really did happen, I just passed out. I just cuddled with her. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. How do you know you cut it if you passed out? And why are you so comfy standing up in front of your underpants? If I blacked out and was drunk and made a really horrible decision, I woke up, I was like, holy shit, who's that? Yeah, I wouldn't be like up world. in my underpants, checking my Twitter. I would be throwing my clothes on. Uh, I mean, anything else. He was just casually standing there in his underpants. They should walk around with NBAs. Sign this real quick. <laughs> like, I just don't understand why he's not doing it. I know. I know. It's crazy. Uh, so Ashley opens up about that. And then we uh, get into more conversation about Candace and Monique's relationship, where kind of where they are. And Candace seems to be like, we are where we are. I forget her exact words. Maybe you remember. Busy. Oh, back to this. Monique, and you you want food. The, the way that she tries to portray Candace as she's so immature, I, I know she's going to back out of my podcast because oh, the yeah. lack of maturity First of all, girl, you don't like me, and I don't like you. Why would I be doing something in front of those three people who bought those tickets uh, uh, for your podcast? It's a no for me. The best thing she could have done is send you a, excuse me, I'm going to not do this anymore. Because she could have not showed up. That's what I would have done. Really would have yeah. messed with me. If I, I was Candace, I would not do Monique's podcast. They're on such weird terms. They haven't spoken since Monique fell asleep when she left the cabin. So I don't mind this. I actually really agreed with Candace on this one. I would not do her podcast. I would send the same message. Um, I don't know if I, the more I thought about it, I don't know what my initial reaction was, but the more I thought about it, I'm like, you know what? I would not. Um, and I could see one of my performer friends doing this where, you know, maybe we're not getting along or we don't talk as much, but it's like, but it helps my brand. It helps my thing. And it's like, but, but no, I can't give you me and our friendship and help you out if we're not on, a good page. Here. I'm not a mother, okay? And there's only three people who bought it. There's no, there's no reach. There's no reach for me to be on your girl. I, the best thing Candace could have done is st stayed at home. There's no reason. We were the three people who bought the tickets and then the giveaways that the uh, lady said to do. There's no reach. And I'm not a mother. So you can drag me after, oh, you guys have been in a honeymoon. You've never been in a honeymoon. And the, the fact that this entrepreneurial, uh, you know, <laughs> go-getter cannot see it as a, you know what, you know, I can understand her not wanting to be there, but no turns it into, you know, the childishness. She doesn't have to work for anything. And mm. so There's a lot of resentment built up. I would have noticed between Monique and Candace toward each other. They have a lot of resentment. Monique or Candace resents having to apologize so much when she, I don't think Candace really feels she's wrong when she's apologizing to Monique. I think she's trying to placate her and just be like, all right, calm. Sure, yeah. Minimize any of the drama. Yes, and Monique, I think she feels uh, some type of way. I mean, she definitely feels that Candace uh, thinks she's better than her. She thinks she's a little more bougie. She's mad about this. Um, Candace. She's Giselle to Candace, as Giselle is to Monique. Mm, I don't know because Giselle and Monique were never as good of friends. You know what I because mean? Because Giselle thought that she had everything. And, you know, this is your husband's money. You wouldn't have any of this if it wasn't for him. You don't really do anything. You're so busy, but all you're doing is pregnant. And now she looks like Candace. You're a little girl. Your mama did all of this for you. You don't have a work ethic. You don't know what your She is Giselle to Candace as Giselle okay. is to Monique. In that way, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, exactly. Because we haven't gotten any real excuse for why she's upset with her. So 
Well, we do. We do have a real excuse. We have the excuse of her marriage is being called into question and her having an affair. And she feels as though Candace has befriended two now of the people who are perpetuating this. What we only know at this time is a rumor. We don't know if it's true. And even if it was true, Candace being her friend should not really uh, help out or invite these people. So one of them was a former friend of Monique's who reached out to Candace and Candace put her in contact with Sharice so that they could whatever, um, knowing she probably didn't have the best intentions. If someone was talking about you or spreading a rumor about you and your relationship, and then they reached out to me like, hey, can you put me in touch with another person who hates a, a, a busy so I can talk crap? I wouldn't give them the information. you know. So that looks sketch. Having Sharice around looks sketch. Um, so I think there's reasons. I do think there's reasons. I think it's disingenuous of Candace to say, I did nothing. I have no idea. I just think you do. You both did stuff to each other. These reasons so, are a little too late. They came throughout the season, though. We haven't heard a reason yet. Oh, this is post-show. This is NeNe Leaks type of stuff. You know, mm -hmm. you try to project all of this stuff out there. This post-show right now. We don't know what's happening except for what Giselle said. Candace has not said anything. She has minimized conflict. She has walked away. She has apologized. She's still not understanding what did I do wrong to you. And to be honest, from the story that Monique told, Candace was like, girl, don't be going to spread that rumor. Nobody's going to believe that. Leave it alone. And somebody called me and was like, hey, can I get such and such number? Yeah, girl. And then I would call you like, do you know such and such talking to such and such? You know, just be on guard. Um, I don't know what they want to talk about, but I gave the person the number. I don't think there was any malice in giving them the, her the number. And Candace is young enough to not understand why on this show we wouldn't invite the cast. And Sharice, unfortunately, sadly, is uh, somewhat a part of the cast. She's still, you know, trying to. Yeah, it's hard for me to believe if Candace is Monique's friend, why would she invite Sharice and why would she not tell Monique? I can see her not telling Monique if she felt like, hey, we we just cool. like you have. The, I didn't know the beef between you and Sharice was that serious. Do you so, think she didn't know that Sharice is out there spreading rumors about her marriage? I do believe that she doesn't live in Maryland. She lives okay. in Virginia. She lives in so this is a different crowd. Sharice is way older, a little bit more aged, more seasoned. <laughs> yeah, so I don't think that she they even run in the same circles. I just uh, find Sharice it hard is a believe, She's not. Yeah, I understand what you're saying. I just find it hard to believe that Sharice that Candace didn't know. I feel like all the women knew and knew this was a thing. And Monique is triggered by this as she was about the campfire thing, because it's like, why are we talking about marriages? Cause she knows once we open that up again, my marriage is going to be exposed and she doesn't want right. to be exposed. She should have just shut up and, and sat there and just drank her water. Yeah. <laughs> and hope nobody uh, said your turn. <laughs> okay. So I rewatched uh, just kind of how their fight started. So they've okay. been like question, you know, it's questioning of their friendship. Candace seems to be, you know, more sassy with the like, it, what, whatever it is, it is like they're not on a good page. They're kind of faking the funk in front of everyone. Monique's like, oh, really? And then they just things go downhill to the point of I don't remember their exact. I wish I had the transcript of exactly what was said. I feel like Busy could probably act out the whole. Hey, thing. you fell asleep. Oh, I'm asleep. I don't have nothing to say. Yeah, go ahead. 
twirl, do your twirl, do your twirl. Obviously, I don't have nothing to say. I felt like Candace was giving her what she's been asking for this whole entire time. She's been giving her attitude after attitude. Monique's face been like this every episode. Every time that they're sitting down at a dinner, at a party, at something. Mm, oh, 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 I have nothing. Every time. And Candace is tired of walking away. This time I'm going to sit here and I'm going to sip on my white wine and celebrate this girl, you know, really getting an author who can really get her an award. And we're going to celebrate that. And I'm tired of, you know, apologizing. I've apologized several times. I feel like at this point she was like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. You were asleep. I tried to talk to you. Now you ain't going to sit here and just lie to me. Um, and, and now I'm done. So she's like, well, you, you, you want me, you want to drag me, girl? Is that what, is that what we're doing now? We're, we're dragging people again. Someone did say that Monique came into the place saying, oh, I'm not pregnant anymore. So now I can really um, cause a mess. Who said that? That's what I heard on one of the, um, you know, oh. Bravo does their, um, after shows with all of the house guests every week. So they like tell what happened behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Oh, One of them yeah. said that Monique said because she's not pregnant because that's all she's been. Who's an entrepreneur? Where are those oils? Um, <laughs> she she said she was gonna cause a mess, and that's what she did. And she needed well, somebody to drag because she wouldn't drag nobody else. This is a long time coming. We've and I, I I like the editing they did with it just to kind of show us just over and over every episode kind of starts that way when we're going to talk about this situation, and um, then there gets to a point where Candace is like, okay, you're going to drag me, and her hands start going. They start going. They start going. They start going. Well, this is once she says, "What are you going to do? You're going to drag me, Monique? The hands in the face? You want me to?" Monique? flips the hair and then Candace, the lapel or the whatever, uh, uh, Monique's wearing her shirt or her vest or whatever. And then the funny thing is Ina pointed this out to me. First time I saw the fight, the first person to push anyone was Giselle. Mm-hmm. Giselle's hand came over and pushes Monique, which arguably could be the thing that pushed Mo- uh, Monique to the point of grabbing Candace. I saw that costume jewelry. Giselle- I don't know if she pushed her or if it was more of a like, okay, ladies. She pushed her. I saw it. She went like this oh. and then walked over here. So to me. Well, Giselle, you know, she's been waiting. You should have never brought that lady, Sherman's ex-wife, on here to talk about what he was doing in the park. Oh, Giselle has been waiting. That man left her at the wedding. Okay, he stopped coming around. He didn't go to her birthday party. She's all because Monique was messy and wanted to go around and bring that lady, um, that man's ex-wife, okay. so that he stopped dating her. She had to find her. The, the, the daughters loved him. They don't even like her own daddy. Uh, their own daddy, and they love Sherman. Oh, Giselle's been waiting. She's been plotting, and she has been waiting. I, oh, she probably did give her a show. She did. And this is that's it, this is what it. I hate about... Uh, Giselle's self-righteous BS, and we'll talk about that later when we get to the Karen Huger meeting at her house, but her just being like, this is not good for our brand. You and her and Jamal, um, excuse me, Jamal is not good for his brand. You guys, he runs a church and he can't keep his wiener in his pants. You can't even say how many children this man has. Give me a break trying to act like you being by Monique is going to do more like a cult. You gotta sleep with him to stay in. Your cult or whatever it is, because I don't see you know who would follow this dude. I have no idea. And then he's opened up restaurants called Arizona's or whatever. I don't know. I don't like him. I'm over Giselle. I am over her bullshit. I'm over her antagonizing. I like her producing, like stirring the pot a little bit. But when you try to be holier than thou, Giselle takes several seats because you are not the one. You are the uh uh-uh. I when she uh, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but when she showed up 
with that effing bodyguard. This is what I love about her. It's like the kind because that's what I love about Karen. It's what no. I love about Giselle. It's Karen, the theatrics, the delusional. She's just delusional, and she thinks she's grandiose. She uh, she can afford a bodyguard, but not a stylist. Um, her hair, Karen, her wigs, everything has been a mess. Her house is yeah, a mess, but right. she has this. She thinks that she's everything, and that's what I love about her. Like yeah. you're crazy, but I'm gonna let you do it, and I she does it so well. I can get on that with. Um, Karen, I love Karen all day for that because I feel like Karen has an empathetic heart at her soul, and I feel like Giselle gives zero Fs. She's oh, yeah. just opportunistic all the way. Where that's Karen, an entrepreneur. Of course, of course, she's opportunistic, but she at least has a little bit of a. I need you to have a little soul, like a little soul. And this is showing me that Giselle, she doesn't have it. And Not the more money. she responds, and the more she tries to make it about her, and everyone was like, "Okay, bye, leave." And then she left with her gross outfit. Like I don't know what she's wearing. I don't know why she doesn't brush out her curls. I don't know what's going on with Giselle. But I am over it. I am oh, with that bodyguard driving up in your Mini Cooper. You should be embarrassed. I love she KD. Be embarrassed. Oh my god. Uh, yeah, he's great. But okay, I'm jumping too far ahead. Okay, so when I when I rewatched and seeing Giselle do the push and then her and Robin act like oh, we would never clutching their pearls. Give me a break. It's always those light skin girls. It's always the light skin girls. Now nah, they have us out here looking up for and they're back in the corner. <laughs> I just I, it's like it, it's like they set it up. And I no, I hate it because I, I hate it's okay to set it up, but then to come at and be like, this looks bad for black women, blah, blah. But you set it up. You did it. You uh, pushed her. Pitch posh, I don't know how, how many people can slow that clip down and say, you are raggedy. You're, uh, you're ghetto. You're trash. You, we've been able to oh. hold ourselves above this thing. I stand it. I stand it. And okay. I think that this is the revenge that Giselle's been waiting for. There was a lot of things she couldn't get to. And she decided to, well, she decided to get it this way and say, you know what? Since you took Sherman away from me, I'm going to take everything you got. Okay. Aren't you sleeping around in your husband? Okay. Where are those essential oils? To be honest, though, where's every hue? Where is where is anything? Realification, thank you for the $5 super chat. Says Karen Huger did an interview on Entertainment Tonight in August. She said Giselle tried to talk about this when Monique was pregnant last season. Oh, jeez. She's just messy. She is just, there's there's time to be messy and there's time not to be. And this and time maybe I hate She made her lose the person that she really, really, really liked. Mm -hmm. I think she has cause. More than she, uh, Monique with Candace. Yeah, if I was Monique, I would hate Giselle way more than Candace. I really would. I feel like this, I really thought Monique and Candace's relationship was salvageable. I don't think that anymore. Um, I mean, I, I can hope for the best, but I just wish they would have just dragged Giselle no, uh, after she's not big enough. I think she is big enough. I do. I think she's she not mature big enough. enough. <laughs> so then this big fight ensues and Candace has got the glass and Monique's pounding her head. And then they, I mean, just Wendy screaming. Everything is so dramatic. Wendy screaming alone is like, you know, it's creepy season. It's October. So it's like Halloween. And I was like, oh, Wendy. So Wendy is just, oh, her scream is everything. Those and are my then, favorite people in fights. Like it's not even the oh, fight. It's I the know. people... There has to be at least one woman somewhere. Oh my God! No, please! You're killing him! You're killing him! I love it. No, Monique, no, Everything. I you just need one of those women in the audience. Right? There's always like one woman too that like for some reason her shirt comes off like she's so destructive. Oh my God! 
<laughs> she's putting down her glasses, putting down her stuff. I need one person like that with everything that's happened. Oh no, please no! I stand her. She knew what her role was, and she but played here's the role. Why Karen is a freaking queen. She can stir the pot. She can say some BS. She can be delusional, uh, but she can also do it with style. And while and while she tries to help both of them, she gets to Candace and Candace like, no, I'm fine. Because Candace is like, I'm not going to let anyone see she got the best of me. Because at this time, both her and Monique are kind of, after an altercation like that, you're both kind of lost. But her wig's all messed up. And Karen's like, no, damn it. Let me fix your wig. Because she knows what it's like. So she cares for Candace. And then she goes and checks on Monique. And what do the great-eyed bandits do? Immediately, they pass judgment saying, Monique, oh, she lost it. She's the worst. She did. Are you she did. She did. And she, she did. And she was. First of all, Candace, where'd you get that wig from and who put it on? That thing was on there tight, okay? It wasn't. <laughs> now, it looked like it just came from a um, tornado, but it was on there tight. Toto, you were there too. You really look like you really just came from. But it was on there. It, it was so snug. Now, she need to come out with. I know she has. Um, Does she still have her um, Prima hair? I don't but know. Girl, put that in there and then also tell us who put it on. Okay. Who sold that thing? Oh, she said, is my hair still on? Girl, yes, indeed. And I look like Karen's during that barbecue that you had with them balls and she was trying to fix it. But it was <laughs> still Karen. on there. It was still <laughs> on there. I didn't like Karen. I'm going to go check on my friend. You need to, girl. I like it. Yo, you I better it. hope she don't attack you. No, I loved it. I loved it. I thought that that is what a true friend would do. In that situation, you have two people who, let's be honest, let's just be, let's break it down 100. I know you love Candace, and I actually don't dislike Candace. I really don't. I don't dislike her. Um, I can just empathize with Monique. There's just these things about Monique that I see within myself mm -hmm. that I can empathize with her. I've been in similar situations to her. I find myself, sometimes I can, you know, I've had to fight being aggressive when Monique explains that her parents taught her how to like fight and hold her own. She's um, 43. But listen, I'm 40, but those things stay with you. Like they, my dad's the same way. He taught me how to box because there were, there were boys in our neighborhood that were picking on me. I came from, from school, from school and I cried and these kids were picking on me and they whitewashed me, which in Minnesota means they took snow and they put it down. And I was like, I was, I was six years old and my mom coddled me and my dad said, get to the basement. And he had uh, a weird talk with me about boys and kind of the birds and the bees. And then he got me in front of a boxing bag and he trained me how to box and how to do push-ups. And so I knew how to fight because he's like, I never want you just because you're a woman or a girl not to, he didn't say woman at the time, but it's just because you're a girl to not feel like you can defend yourself. Well, he was um, talking to a little girl and now you're a woman and you have, you've learned different ways to handle aggression and conflict. You can't go around boxing people anymore, Jolene. Sure. I agree. I don't do it, but I'm just saying that instinct is still in you where that's, you know, she was, cause really, if you think about it, this wasn't just Monique came in swinging on Candace. That's not how it went down. Candace, we have to be totally, um, be able to see Candace's fault. Listen, I she don't finally responded. She violent, didn't have that fault, but she pokes and she pokes and what, she what pokes. What does she poke? She Monique provokes. doesn't think she's the bear. Monique comes in aggressive. She's the she is the hive, but she doesn't think so, and that's why I can't give her any lead. Throughout this entire season, we've watched her be very aggressive, and Candace has decided to retreat. This is the first time that Candace engages, and now it's like, oh, look at her! She's poking the bear. She's doing a no. If anything, she's been poked and she's walked away. She's well, tired of being poked. 
the first time she's engaged. This is many times Candace has engaged, this not season? only Monique, but other people. No, we're talking like previous seasons and stuff, but Candace knows what, here's the thing with Candace. I get Candace too, because a little bit of me is in Candace too. I feel like I get both these women. That's why I like them. And I want them, I want there to be empathy on both sides, which normally in Housewives, I'm like, F you. And I like this one, but I feel for both of these women because Candace is very smart and she's very uh, smart mouth and she's very quick with her tongue and she knows she knows like about me like i know as a stand-up comic and stuff when i go toe-to-toe with words with with someone in anger my friends will be like you have a dagger for a tongue oh yes i do oh yes i do and i do know sometimes that triggers people and i do do that on purpose and i think candace is that same way she knows how dangerous and how violent her words can be when uh, she knows your trigger. Like, if I know your weakness, God help you. She and grew that's up in the okay. country club. This is not the hood. In the country club, you know, community, we're just giving a little shade of, oh, is, is that what you're wearing? Oh, those are so last season. That's that's how they get you. That's how they read you. That's how they put you to, yes, oh, my family has gotten it. That's how they read each other. And the hood is where, oh, let's fight. In the hood is where, let's fight. They're they not doing that. In the country mm-hmm. club where she grew up. So she had to learn how to battle with words because that's what they do sure. there. I wish someone would try to put their hands on me. Now, I've been in a fight before and I lost very bad. Okay. <laughs> but um, <laughs> learn how to, you know, have a discussion. And then if we get there, then I'm going to read you down. And I'm ready to read anyone down. I know that my tongue is a weapon. But mm-hmm. I also know that, you know what? At this point, there's some people you just can't argue with. Monique is an individual that you have to say, you know what? Not, not this one. She's looking for a fight. She's walking in the grocery store with no mask on. She wants someone to engage her. And that's what she got. And Candace, I feel like Candace, um, she, this was something she shouldn't have engaged in, period. Um, And she knows that, uh, you know, Candace is is better with words than Monique. She just is. She just, she can can get you quicker than Monique. Monique was raised in a more... Well, then I'll, I'll get you with hands first. You know what I mean? She doesn't so have to work for anything. She's going to let everyone lose everything that they've done. She, she got a husband, and that's why she is the way she was. Nobody cared about her rap career. Um, and then she married this man. She I, I haven't seen those houses that he purchased that she was supposed to be taking care of. The central oils, they're all gone. He's not even, she's not even, you know, doing her wifely duties or whatever that means. Uh, the podcast, she's spending all his money on that. They're not doing that. She's drinking and driving, re- messing yeah. up the cars from seasons issues. ago. There's she's issues. not doing any in it. Now, but Candace, you have a problem because her mother or her family gave her everything she you know this is how she had to work you know bring my hair that her mom gave her why are you you're mad at that you're jealous of that you're angry of that so now you can go around and fight and when your husband says that's not a good look i don't care about that you don't care about no one but that's just well no she does i think she does care but i think that's a shame response that to me strikes as a shame response where she knows Candace has shame. She does know. She tries to, or no, I'm sorry, Monique does. She tries to put off this like uh, really tough exterior, but she's very soft. She's a very soft person. And Where? she, um, she, she is, she's a, you can tell, you can also tell this season she's just drained. I mean, she's pushed too far. I think things have went on in her relationship, whatever's going on, whatever she's trying to hide or not I'm sleeping hide. with the trainer. Listen, these things, I mean, these things happen. And you know give away those tickets. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the truth is, but I just, I know that my heart is, 
I feel I, I see certain things with Monique and I'm like, oh God, I feel for her. And I see certain things with Candace. And I we talked about that last season and the season before with you know her mom and her. I just I don't agree oh, with her man. mom at all. And I'm we don't have to get back into that because we've agreed uh we agreed to different disagree. Um but uh yeah, so it's you know, I I'm just, looking, I want to be on your side with Monique. I want yeah. to, I truly, seriously do. I want to. She's not helping me do that. There's no, no remorse. There's no, and thank God for the uh, production. Shout out to the production. They're saying, oh, girl, you say you said what? She's not going to be coming back next season. I know. Um, I, I can't see it happening, especially with all the other women at this point. Nothing's making sense. Did you see her interview with Andy Cohen? And he was looking like, I didn't the see that. Oh my God, go Google it. The whole entire time as she's responding, he's like, is that is that what you want to say? I, 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 okay, but you 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 did recall everything in the band. No, I mean I was just I was dazed, and you know I guess it was and then they cut the day, you know? her recalling. Oh, Andy was reading her down, and she's he, she's like, no, I just I couldn't, and you know I saw wine go in my face, and then that's what really triggered me. He's like, yeah, but we you know we replayed and replayed, and it wasn't the yeah, but there was so much going on. You know when you're fighting, he's looking like, girl, you're not coming back here. You know, even at Portia said, I'm going to anger management after she hit her, Portia, uh, after she dragged Kenya Moore off that stage and across the room, yeah. she sat down, she said, oh, I can't, I can't believe I did that. I cannot believe I did that. I've embarrassed myself. This is too much. I cannot believe that. I've been going through so much. Yeah. Monique is like, yeah, I'm about to you ho, and I'm about to kill you. I'm going around you, producer. I know. I know. I know. I do agree with you on that. I do wish there was more um, remorse shown. I wish there was, I wish she could drop the ego part of it, whatever it is that's making her hold on to this uh, and just totally ex uh, take responsibility for the fact that even if Candace provoked you, even if all this stuff, um, You're you 50 do years to, old. do have to take responsibility kids. for the fact that you did put your hands and you did punch her in the head and you really could have hurt her. So I think there's just so much more there that'll come out because things always come out, whatever's going on in her relationship, whatever's happening, whatever the reason is for, you know, she's truly, we talked about last episode, trying to find her identity. I think Monique is, she probably thought, you know, I'm going to marry this guy. I'm gonna get the houses. I'm gonna get the stuff, whatever. But there is, you know, money and all that can't buy happiness. Right. And Nor whatever yeah, whatever you're trying to feed uh, or push down with those things, you know, now she's got her bird and now she's got these businesses. And I really don't think Chris, the more I watch Chris and her interaction, I don't think he really listens to her the way he needs to. I think it's like, okay, Chris wants this life and this is what she's got to do. She wouldn't have three kids if she didn't feel the pressure from her husband. She's tired. She has three small children. She didn't want to have another kid. Chris wanted the other kid. So I think- um, He said he wanted- Tons of kids, and she said that she wanted that they were going to have tons of kids. So close to get, maybe she wanted yeah. more time. I don't know. It's just it, you know. I can I. And then all she gets I a bird to that... body train and feed and girl, just have another baby. Like it just <laughs> and, and, uh, this is not my baby, but not for lazy moms is the baby. Yeah, but you don't want to be a mom, girl, because you're trying not to even have kids. Like it's just nothing about it. She hasn't had to work to me. She hasn't had to work for it. She married into it, and now it's like okay, now I have access to all of this stuff. What does it look like? And she's trying to put up this facade of I have th uh, all of this going on and we have this going on because she does um, humble brag. Oh, yes. And we have, you know, my husband likes to because the first three seasons of her and her husband, I stand their marriage. I wanted it. OK, OK. I stand it. Now something's going on because Chris is like, you ain't even giving it to me like that. 
I don't know what's going on. You need to stop doing these businesses. We're going to have to cancel the show. I, I feel like it's hurting as a damn bird. Something's not right with their marriage. Something's not right with their marriage. Something's it's not right displacing with Chris it. now wanting a fourth. So all of this is projection and whatever. Uh, Posh Posh is saying, has there been any other fights on Housewives besides Joe Judice and Joe Gorga? Oh, yeah. Teresa Judice. Teresa Judice threw Andy Cohen at a reunion. Granted, she wasn't doing it to hurt him, but she was going after Danielle. And she basically, Andy got up to get in between and she threw him. So here's she my She also thing. landed in jail, too. Teresa also went to and jail, she, went to jail for they defrauded people. So here's my thing. This is why I think Monique shouldn't necessarily be fired. I think it's kind of a double standard. And there has been other instances of violence on housewife shows. And those women haven't necessarily, I'm trying to think exactly of the. Portia uh, so, was uh, so made Portia, a friend of the show. And then that's where uh, Claudia came in. Okay, so yeah, so they gave her a little bit. So maybe even could do a friend of the show type thing. I don't think this should be the, I don't want this to be the end of Monique's story. I want to see. She's not uh, helping. I know she's not helping. I get, I know that. I don't know how to get her to see that she needs to. I mean, we have a. a we Talk have to a her, Jolene. Tell her. She's, she's watching. Well, I, okay. People think I'm cuckoo, but I, my heart really is like open to Monique and I just see a woman who is in pain. She can have all the things in the world, but she can still be in pain. Maybe there's things she hasn't processed. Maybe this, these rumors about her marriage are true. Uh, there's a lot of projection going on, but I really do think that talking to your pastor is not going to help. You need to go get, talk anger to someone. Management. Go to anger management like Portia did those two episodes. Yeah. Do what you need to do. Exactly. But just go talk to someone in general. I think we saw, we see this a lot with people. Remember Chris Brown after the Rihanna thing? He's like, I talked to my pastor. I'm like, no, you don't need to talk to your pastor. You need to talk to a, a lot of people. A girl, a corrections yeah. officer, probation yeah. officer, a judge. Something. So people. I, I think Monique is still has this protective. I don't know the specifics of how she grew up because I feel like I can empathize with Candace a little because I know how, how her mom treats her and stuff. And again, she could be the richest and have the most things, but all you're asking is that your mom love and accept you. And she refuses oh, to give that. that to you. you know, what'd you say? We have that couple. Maybe this is why she's even more hurt about the sister. She thought she had in Monique. Exactly. I can see why Candace is so hurt because it would be very traumatic to have someone physically assault you who you were once friends with and held their child. I get that. I get that. Uh, but I just think there's more to the Monique story we're not seeing. And so I would say, Monique, take accountability. And it doesn't bode badly on you. At this point, the worst thing you can do is keep saying it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Um, and so she wrote a song. No matter what Candace did, no matter how her hands were in your face, because even Candace's therapist later was like, are you sure your hands were in her face? Are you sure you didn't do anything? The problem is Candace doesn't see any problem with her behavior either. And she needs but, to recognize- But maybe there is no truth. Now she did uh, say that she had she played a role in the disagreement and the argument, but the physical mm -hmm. fighting, no. It's no. And I think because Monique is projecting after the fact, because we have not heard anything on the actual show that Candace has done. Yeah. Maybe Candace is, truly is like, what, what happened? Like, why aren't you? Maybe Monique is mad and she's not letting her know, girl, mm -hmm. I know what you did. Either way, Candace really seems like I just, I just got my head smacked and she popped my purses and I don't yeah, understand. Girl, Candace <laughs> 
I just, ugh, I just, I, it, this is such a good season. I mean, Potomac never disappoints. Everything. They're giving us everything. So good. But it also breaks my heart. These two women who I want to be friends so bad. I would rather, honestly, I know you shouldn't, you know, I'm not going to advocate violence, but why couldn't someone drag Giselle? She talked so much shit. Drag her. How is Ashley not dragged? Okay, first of all, didn't you say she was ruining your reputation? People were giving you death threats and saying that the reason why you lost your child or had a miscarriage is because you're an alcoholic, yeah. because Ashley was going around spewing that. You, you're you uh, crashing into cars and everything else. Giselle's <laughs> talking about you. Why was it Ashley dragged? I just think it is this, the closeness that these two are, the friendship they had. I think there was a lot of like just, because she's throwing bar parties like, and everything for that girl with her open booty hole. It's that old saying, you know, we sometimes hurt those we love the most. And it's, it's she's a hurting her husband and her close friend. friend. Yeah, if that's the case, if it is true about that. Um, and I hope that yeah. bird flies away. Okay, T'Challa, don't. No, I mean, I don't and know. It finds I, a happy home, one with less aggression and accountability. Well, she does have to, she does have to have accountability because she does she is raising a daughter, and so she needs to show her daughter that that's not okay. She's gonna you know? raise her to fight just like her mom did. She's forty years old, so talking about oh my mom raised me to fight, girl. And I, I need you to get a little bit more skills yeah, now. I still talk about that too, because it never. Yeah, when you were a little girl, Jolene. Yeah, but it doesn't leave you. I still have that fighter nature in me. Like I have that protector nature of like someone's because here's the thing: when you're young and an adult tells you like I. I'm thankful for my dad for teaching me to be uh, just feel strong in my own body and stuff. But there was also things that they don't, I don't think they realized that were instilled in me that there was this overall distrust for the world around me mm. and that I wasn't safe. And that follows you. And I've done therapy and therapy, but it follows you. And I also have other things not to bore anyone with, with my stories, but there were now two times in my life where I, I was almost kidnapped as a kid and I got away and I was chased as an adult in Hollywood off Hollywood Boulevard. So oh, I remember that. that. Yeah. When you have that distrust of the world, you do have that wall up where you're just like ready to fight. And so I kind of understand that it just, those things you learn from a kid like that. Yes, you, you do. You grow up and you learn different coping and I can't go punch people. And I've never started a fight in my life, but I've definitely been in a fight uh, in my life before. And it's, it, it's, it's a funny juxtaposition because the time I have been in a fight the you know, my first reaction is after the fight, I cry because I, my heart, my purest heart doesn't want to hurt anybody. Oh, I was looking for my glasses. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It was a club in uh, Vegas. I was looking for my glasses after that fight. Oh, it was the worst. It was the worst. I'm not a fighter. And it wasn't even my fight. It was my friend's fight. That's the worst when it's like a friend's uh, thing. Because I don't but fight. Yeah. Don't touch me. I'll call the cops. I will call the cops on you. Now, when we were younger, yeah, let's fight. Let's grab. I've been in fights when yeah. I was younger. But not, I'm too old to Where be fighting you. Grow up. Where did she grow up? Did she did she grow up in uh, like... Let, let her tell her Harlem. You know, in the, the, mm -hmm. you know, the dirty bro the Bronx. Because you know, maybe she, she never raised. truly feels accepted or there's things because if we're just talking to our pastor and we're not really doing any mental health work and we're not going to, because I do like that Candace has went to a therapist. I think that's very important because her mom clearly is not going to, you know what I mean? Like she, even though her mom's a therapist, she has to see a therapist because sometimes when you, you know, have parents that are therapists, they actually are better at helping out there. Well, not um, going to nobody pastor. I mean, I, we haven't seen him since uh, two seasons ago when they were acting like they were just so old. He was, he's coming mm -hmm. to the house and the pastor's helping us get us up to get, where the pastor been when she was doing those essential oils? That's okay, just in this podcast. That's, 
just such an excuse. But I, I do think she should pray probably shout therapy. Yeah, they can't pray away anger and aggression. You can't pray that away. Unfortunately, you just can't do that. Um, but I maybe Monique never truly feels maybe she's overcompensating. She's trying to prove something. There's so many theories we can I can go see on. that. I can see now you wanted something there. I'm gonna have yeah. to give you that. She is so trying to prove something. Which triggers her when then Candace says, you ghetto ass bitch, da da Because we see Monique's pulled aside by the producer and the producer. And she, and, and, and she visibly is like, how did I get this on my face? And he's like, well, is this wine on my face? It was my lip. Did you hit me with a thing? Like, And I've been in that situation where your adrenaline is just up and you don't know. I remember I was 18 and I was, I think I was 17 and I was jumped by two girls. And I just started. Tell me, where did you grow up? In Bangladesh? Oh my God. <laughs> I like my neighborhood growing up. Like I grew up in Minnesota, but I grew up in St. Paul, and they have this area called the East Side of St. Paul, and it was I'm just very. No one there protecting the street. It seemed like you was beat up by boys, by girls, jumping, people throwing snow diamonds, chasing you up. Girl, I'm telling you, it wasn't a great neighborhood to grow up in. We left when I was 16, but like our neighbor got shot, we got robbed a bunch, like things. That's just how it was. That's it. It was a neighbor it's still a bad neighborhood like there's some people that join us in the chat that are from that area the east side of st paul who to this day it's still not a great area and if you have something you better sleep with it or someone might steal it from you you know so and and it, and 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 fighting was kind of normal in that neighborhood but i remember just being all amped up you know and being like oh my gosh because these two girls they were sisters and it was it's so uh, it's so stupid but we were in a, like an indoor soccer game and after the game, we were going through good game, good game. And they grabbed me and they like Jerry Springer, like try to pull my jersey up and they just started beating me up. What did you do, um, Jolie? What happened? Did you know? Well, that? they tried to do the 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 jersey thing. Unfortunately, my dad I always felt bad for girls when I was a teenager or young who would try to fight me because I didn't feel bad for the boys because I'm like, I, my dad literally had me on the boxing bag, like throwing combinations, like Bob and weave, like I had it down. And so I instead knew, okay, I have to blind them in the moment. So I got the one sister and got her Jersey over her head and just started pounding at her and pushed the other sister off. So, but they scratched me all up and stuff. And um, and this was like an indoor soccer game? Yes, I hockey fighted them. It's called a hockey thing. You pull the jersey over. They tried to pull my jersey. We all knew that's the way to go. Girls are scrapping in soccer? <laughs> this is too much, Jolie. I'm, well, I'm glad you, you made it. You know? That, that, that kind of energy is... I don't, I can't even explain it. So when Monique's explaining, I'm like, I get that energy. I get that. My yeah, she was the aggressor. says, where's my teammates? Guess what? My teammates watched. I asked my friend, Shelly, who's still my friend to this day. I go, why didn't you do something? She goes, well, you seem to be handling it. It was like. That's all it, somebody got to tell the story, girl. I was calling the cops. You look like you had it on the Nobody helped me. So, um, because my friends were scared and uh, the girls like threw, took off their spikes and they were throwing their shoes at me. And I remember going, what is this Jerry Springer? And then one of the other girls, uh, she would always tell me her dad just came to our soccer games to see if this would happen or if, you know, anyone would come at me because, uh, <laughs> I mean, I wasn't an innocent party. I like to slide tackle. I was defense. And so I would you're supposed to be going for the ball, but sometimes I just wanted to take people out because I had a little bit of anger. Oh, so then it was ready to drag you. Well, I didn't drag you, don't drag you. 
but yeah. So, you know, so I, when Monique talks about that energy, I'm like, I freaking get that energy. I get that. And it sucks, but it is almost like this high and it, it amps you up. And then it's immediately like, what did I do? There's She's 65 years old. You need to learn how to deal with that. You cannot be up in here. And especially that everything that is yours came from your husband. You need to have a little bit more decorum. And that's what frustrates me about her. Like she done built up this empire. You know, this ain't the house of Hugo. You have everything that you have is all of your husband's name. And he's letting you um, invest this stuff very poorly, might I add. And you just don't care. You need to learn how to talk to your pastor and ask him what's well, a great therapist because you need to go talk to someone about yes, this aggression and understanding that your mama may have taught you to fight when you was a little girl. Girl, you're 70 years old. You cannot do the same every, thing at this big old you age. Add 10 you years have every time. I have to. I'm so, I, I'm so angry with her when she told that story. My mom told me, girl, when you're a little girl, you are a woman now. Okay, with businesses that are failing you need to redirect that energy you know say you know what? i'm gonna come harder i'm gonna come harder and said you're fighting yeah let's drag the say- mom she got you together yeah uh, that's true um okay hi my husband chell went and is doing his tutoring on his phone so we have more time so that's good. I just asked him. sorry i didn't want to not be engaged with you uh but i i saw the time and i was like oh crap child you need the phone okay so uh tkc the dang jolene you have lived um she sure has and I'm, I'm glad jolene made it through got she got an angel on her side sometimes i'm surprised that i made it but um yeah us minnesota girls we're weird we're weird and so we're strong we're farm strong and we're ready to throw down no i want you on my side in the fight and i'll be the one oh (laughs) (laughs) i need that oh my god the only thing i've ever had is my friend jess one time we were at a bar and these girls like i was dating one of the girls exes and they all went to the same high school it was like very small town and i wasn't from that area it was like a richer town maybe where candace is from and i'm the most high school no no i was in we were in college by then but these these people dated when they were in high school and now i met this guy he smoked weed and skateboarded i had bad taste so i was like yeah let's hook up and then the the ex-girlfriend who they all went to high school together. We're in this like different city in uh, Minnesota and they start like coming up past our table at the bar doing like typical passive aggressive girl stuff, you know, just like, you know, I'm maybe 21. Yeah. 21, 22. And so they're coming up and they're being like, bitch, <laughs> you know, that kind of stuff. And then they would follow me and my friend to the bathroom. There was a big group of them. And I was like, all right. I told my friend Jess, who's like the kindest, sweetest. She never, no, her parents never taught her to fight or anything or whatever. And I I was just like, you know, we might have to, you know, do something about this. And Jess goes, I love you, Jolene. And just so you know, I don't have your back. Like, like, who is we? That goes back to the Monique and Candace thing because I do think sometimes in life, and I was a lot younger then and drinking, and I don't drink anymore because I, it made me a little more uh, violent. But um, I think there's people that need to be checked. And in that situation, these girls wouldn't stop following us, saying stuff. And to me, I kind of was like, they followed us to the bathroom. They kept making comments, like bumping into us. And finally, I was like, all right, are, are we going to do this? Like, what's going to happen? Like, what's, what is the outcome that we're going to get to here? You know, I probably didn't say it in those, uh, that straight. You cussed her out. You dragged her, Jolie. Drag. like, bitch, let's go. Like, what, you know, whatever. And, uh, See, and I pity like, those individuals. I have no just, reason to talk to you. Girl, just, this is very sad. This, that was high school. 
But well, I mean, if you're mad at me, girl, you can have a stick. You can have a bag if you want a bag. Do you I want her? Oh no. Okay, so we're gonna continue our date. I think it's, I might have mentioned something about like I just got out of a bad breakup. He's cool. He works at a pizza place. I get free pizza. He smokes weed. We saw the Friday after next together. It was a good time. But now I don't know what you want from me. If you want this dude back, whatever. Um, take him. Yeah, he really him. ain't that well. He, like he's really not all that much. He the wasn't. My friend Robbie said he looked like my orange tabby cat. So I don't know. I was just. And you fought really, over him. I didn't fight over him. I told them. I said. Like, what are you going to do? Because we can't have you following and all the stuff. Because me and Jess just went to that bar so that we could play uh, Tupac yeah, and then play oh, oh. Uh, darts. Like, oh, that's oh. all that we went to, to play the same song so we could dance, drink pictures of Line and Kugel, Honey Weiss. We we're having a good time. It's like, either you're going to do something to me and you're actually going to, like, hit me or whatever it is your goal is. Or we're just going to drop this and you're going to move on with your life. Yeah, call the girl. Hey, here's his number. Call. I he really ain't that much of a prize like that. Oh, I could give somebody away real quick. I don't yeah. need you if you if I you're gonna be me. Them, girl, take. No, I'm not gonna fight over some dude. I just started. If anything, I just wanted to be like, quit following us. And the minute I checked these these chicks, I I basically was like, if we have to go there, we're gonna go there. Like, oh, let's just do it. Let's go. And they were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, trashy ghetto. Like that's what they started saying because they were from the rich area. Which that's was, how they do. And that's what they did. So it was these girls who were pushing for someone to react. And then when I did say, all right, well, then let's do this. Th then they're like, oh, my God, you trash bag. All oh they do is call you a bitch. Like, calm down. We just stalked you and followed yes. you in the bathroom. Like, oh, my God, you're so ghetto. Like, people used to meet me, find out where I was from in Minnesota because I, I got, like, a serving job in, like, a suburb. And they would go, oh, my God, you're from the east side, but you're so nice. Like, there was just a stigma that followed the area I grew up in. Well, girl, so, it sounded like it needed to be the way you were dragged up and down the street and <laughs> snow was all up in your face. But for real, sometimes you just have to check someone and just say, what are you going to do? Because we can't, I can't enjoy my night. 25 or less when you're 25 or less. Yes, now you have three children, a bird and a husband <laughs> and four houses, on a vacation home. Okay. And four failing businesses where that lady's like, can I get my money back, please? And let's give away these tickets. That's not when you decide, oh, I still want to be from the streets. No, no. That's it's not, not it. it. It's never worth it. It's not. It's, and it's inexcusable. I just can't. And I hated they kept saying unexcusable, but it's inexcusable. I just, I cannot, I, I see mm -hmm. where her frustration was. Mm -hmm. I don't think that she handled it well. And she's 80 years old. She has her daughter looking. That's why her daughter was like, uh, you're not going to ask me about my dad. No, I don't care because that's how they treat each other in the house. My the Chris don't pay attention to you. The grandma dragging all y'all. The son really don't care about nothing that's going on in the house. And the daughter's just dragging everybody and doing whatever she want to do. And T'Challa is still trying to find his place. He tried to fly away two times. <laughs> he did. He really did. Danny or uh, Rommel said, Jillian, can you please go drag Christmas Nicole Day? That's the thing. When people ask, they ask me, me and Busy. I mean, they ask all of us who cover Big Brother if we would do. Uh, if we would go into the house and I'm like, you wouldn't want me to go into the house because oh, yeah. mm -hmm. I, no, I, uh, -uh. I mean, I'm not going to do anything to anyone, but you know what I mean? Like I would, I'm not going to, I, Davon and Bailey showed great discretion and they have, I don't have it. In, I don't have it in me. The stakes are higher for them, but me as like a white lady of Christmas, which she probably wouldn't even come at me because she knows that Davon and Bailey have to have more, more discretion um, because of how society is. But I, there, I would be yelling at Christmas. It would be over. It would be a wrap. And I, oh, I would be Tamar. Bra I know I would be Tamar Braxton on that. Just dramatic. 
loud and calling people out. You should it. have seen it coming, okay? <laughs> uh, I would have just been a world. Thank you, God. Every time somebody was going out, and don't hug me. Uh, uh-uh, I voted yep. you out. Don't touch me, please. Exit stage left. Don't hug me over here. Mm-hmm. Okay, and I can't wait for your face to turn gray, girl. Here's your bag. Put your mask on. I'm ready for you to go. I am too so underrated. She is like literally one of the best winners we've ever how had. She won. How they even let her? When she was rude, she was nasty. She was mean to everyone, and it just it, it helped her get to the end. She felt- sure was. Every time I was like, "Now, Tamar, you wouldn't be able to do this on a real big brother." <laughs> Ha, ha, I don't know. Out. You gotta go, Tom. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, yes, you know, HOH, you put him up, girl. That's like that's how she was. The excitement overcame her, and she didn't know how to hold it in. And it was rude the entire time. She's fighting about fish and what's gonna be on the menu. She's fighting about candy. <clears throat> she, every, she was just always on 10. And I loved it. She would never have won a real big brother. She was so oh god. Well, yeah, I don't know. I just I I I like it. I like that she early on called out even her own alliance. Okay, so uh, back to this. So Monique is over in the, you know, she remembers bits and pieces, but she doesn't really remember. And the producer's trying to tell her, Karen's checking on her. And then they got to get Candace out of there. And Candace is like, I'm fine. Because Candace is, you know, I'm sure she's just like, uh, I, I just think she's, She's thrown. She's like, what? What happened? Well, now her adrenaline is uh, pumping too. So the way that they both deal with it, she's realized my adrenaline is pumping. Throw Mm -hmm. out whatever insults you can at her, and I think she did the best ones. I think she did the best one, and she had more in there. She knows how to trigger Monique. She's Uh, ghetto, trash, hood, uh, red, no class. Here, when you that's followed you your whole life, so that uh, that's if, she, hit, she hit her where it hurts, and I, I, I stand it because she hit her where it hurt. Because she that dome that she was hitting her real all of this, oh. and now Candace. Now, I don't know how you found the strength to not stab her because I watched that glass in Candace's hand the whole entire fight, and she mm-hmm. never really oh, because. If I was getting dragged like that, I would have no choice to use whatever's in my hand. Talk about staying to ground. I would have had to use whatever was in my hand to make sure that the yeah. people got off of me. You would have to Finally. worry about no red wine on your face. Finally, Candace has a reason to use a weapon that she's been she constantly. I mean, when we go back to Candace's knife situation, that was something. I know. That, that, was oh, that damn Wendy taking a knife out of her hand when she was flailing around. Because she could have had that in her hand. I know. She had a wine glass. We laughed, but it could have been way worse. And I don't know how she found worse. the strength to not, because the glass was broke and it was just in her hand. She's just getting pounded, 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 pounded. And then you see her with the glass and she just doesn't hit her. And can't, that, that's the strength of the gods, okay? But I feel like you were more worried about your wig and you were trying to drop the glass so that you could hold on to it because it stayed mm-hmm. on. Very nice. So they get Candace out to the van and Candace like, I'm fine. And the producer's like, baby, please. We have to get you to save your life, girl. I'm telling you, this is bad. Monique takes off. You're and not gonna goes. let me go. I just want to go in. I want to go in and see my friend. I'm gonna be here. I'm gonna go around you. The producer. Now, James, you need a raise because I would say, girl, you're not going anywhere. And he did the right thing because he's me in that situation. I'm gonna go around. James didn't even flinch your move. He ain't real. She, he's still right by that door. She said, I'm going to go around. Did you see James chase after her? He's there. Right go ahead, girl. Because this, this is now you doing this. You're aggressive. I'm going to find her. I'm going to kill her. You keep her away from me. She's pushing down cameraman. I thought it was a chill, a child that was pushed. Dean was all over the place. It was ridiculous. She was unhinged. She was, was uncool. 
then she ran busy to get what I think what she thought was Candace. Okay, um, slip. And then she did make comments about wanting to kill her, keep that girl away from me, to which the green-eyed bandits were just living for it. Anything. They were taking notes. You know how Giselle loves a note. And mm -hmm. so she was taking notes, and Karen Huger was there, and Ashley was there to be like, okay, yes, uh, Candace has kind of provoked all of us. And we keep getting flashbacks to the knife scene in Candace's house. You will not talk about my mother and my home. Oh my God, that knife could have flew and like took Ashley. And I wish it did because I didn't like Ashley during that time. Just chop off a little oh, bit of the side. Okay, now violence is okay if it's against Ashley. Just chop off. She was just throwing the knife and it's in Ashley's direction. Nah, I didn't say touch the girl. Just toss the knife a little bit. Ashley needs to move out the way. You saw the knife come, girl. Um, but <laughs> just everything about Monique, she, she, and I wish she had someone there to say, girl, yeah. You need to stop saying this. Please what Karen stop. said. Karen said, you've got to get in the car. This is why I feel like Karen is a real friend. Uh, drag me, busy, drag me. But I feel like Karen is a real friend in this situation. She was a real friend to both. She was like, listen, Candace, I'm not going to let you look a mess like you, like I did with my wig. So I'm fixing your wig. And Monique, shut your mouth. Don't say any more of this weird shit because you're going to get yourself in trouble and you're going to look like a psychopath. So then they go off in their cars and Candace immediately called Chris. And Chris is like, she really physically fought you. Uh, and Candace is just, I mean, everything hits her and she's just like, this is a bad look. I mean, this is something that black women, you know, a stereotype that we have to constantly on television. on television. On television. I just came here to celebrate the girl who wrote that girl's book. And now I'm sitting here getting pounded in the head. My wig look a mess. And I'm still not even understanding what, what did I do? I still don't even understand what I did. And just somebody give me a photo. Tess, you just, it just, the fact that <laughs> it's just the, 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 the contrast between Monique. Yeah, I got her. Okay. So she, she tried to slap me or what she came up with every excuse for why she acted the plum food that she acted. Yeah. I saw wine and I hit her and I had her here and put me in the car and I had to, and this other girl's going and crying. Now you talk about uh, you know the lack of maturity you think that Candace has. And girl, at what level are you on? Fighting and scrapping and saying you're gonna kill someone on national television. Well, <laughs> I would have played that so quick for the for the judge. Your honor, look at she said she was gonna kill me. This is an unsafe work environment, and also everybody in Bravo and um true media. They have me in unsafe condition, an unsafe place. She said she was gonna kill me. I mean, yeah, I I can't defend her saying she's gonna kill her. I mean, that's that's pretty. And she wasn't blacked out during that time. Indefensible. Well, yeah, and then she confirmed she wasn't. She she <laughs> should have blacked out. Um, I just think it. If anything, it was the adrenaline still within her. Um, but again, uh, you gotta be real, real careful about that. Uh, Evelyn says Candace said in the after show the only thing she was thinking during the fight was holding on to her wig because she did not want to become a meme. And she oh, threw one of that cap. It would have just oh, been hurt. God. Those braids and just yes. went all over the place. And why was Monique so frustrated when she's the one who had Candace down? She she beat her up, and but now she still want to fight her more. 
Well, it was because Candace kept going. She kept poking. You ghetto ass. And Monique felt, if you just look at it from Monique's perspective, which I know a lot of people hate that I'm looking at it from her perspective, but she's being held in this um, little hallway and she can't get on. And everyone else is on the other side and all she hears is Candace going. She doesn't still know the extent of like the damage she did to Candace. Uh, so she's, all she hears is Candace, like you ghetto trash. That's who she always is. That's who she's always been. So this is amping her up more and then adrenaline. And so the first chance she gets, she wants to run out there and finish what she started. She was so worried about reputation and you guys can't say that. And I'm not a drinker. I'm not an alcoholic and you can't, my business is, I can't be out here, but girl, you look like one of the worst moms out here on television fighting and scrapping. Talk about not for lazy. Where are those essential oils? I'm so Maybe over her. The podcast would change not for or for aggressive moms. And they could talk about what it's like to be a mom who is struggling and also has aggressive tendencies. Her and the pastor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> not the pastor. He's not going to help. Okay. So, um, yeah. So then Monique called Chris and Chris not happy. And she does not care. She's so... And this is why I can't, I, I want to be on her side because I know girls like her, but they don't act like they, they don't double down. We at work, girl. You see these cameras? This is our job. Yeah. And you don't have the, the, the street sense, the smartness to say, you know what? I'm going to say this off camera. You know, I'm going, I'm a killer off camera. You want to say all of this while the cameras are rolling? Like that time that um Ashley said, well, can we talk about when the money's going to come to this party? And Michael was like, we're not going to be discussing this on screen. I mean, I had to twist it up now because now they're discussing posting ups on screen. He don't really lost his leverage. But we're not going to be discussing this on screen. I would never do that to you like that. You better wait until Anthony's cameras leave out of this storage unit. And she's just going off and off and off. And her husband is like, you know, I don't like that. We have an image. It's not about image right now. Since when? Since when, Monique? Since when has it not been about image? It's always been my husband. This we have this in my good, and we like to use essentials. And we we're so natural, and we don't. And we're so, and we go to the pastor. He really helped our marriage together. And now we have a business, and these are the homes that I take care of. And my family does my social media. When has it not been about image? Now it's not about image. She's overcompensating for sure. Pushing that forward. I don't think she's happy. She doesn't look happy. She looks tired. She this whole season is a she's very been tired since she got on this show. You hear her every every coming, season. She's tired. Yeah, it's tired. And I think you know what she can't say in her marriage or in her life or whatever she's saying to these women. And so maybe you know, like we said, there's a lot of projection going on. So you think she has um, a voice in marriage because I feel like she tells Chris no. If that was the case, she wouldn't be be having. She wouldn't have had a third kid because she didn't want the third kid right then, and now he wants a fourth kid. So I don't think. I I, I just think there's just more there. I don't know everything it is, but it's either she did cheat with the trainer and she's just trying her damn just not to let that story get out, and so she is just her fingertips Molly are holding. You know, like that Kate Nash song to the onto the cracks of our foundation. And I know that I should let go, but I can't, you know. So maybe ever her world's about to crumble. Who knows? Who knows? But something's going on. Something's going on. Uh, Educated Queen said, still love Monique, but busy is right about her being too old to be fighting like that. She needs therapy. She needs therapy mm-hmm. so bad. But she said, pray for her, y'all. She's going to the pastor, girl. She's oh. going to the pastor. She's going to Jamal Bryant. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, he's the worst person to go to. Um, so then uh, 
the well we kind of jumped into the next episode because yeah, the, af the aftermath of um that well, who is her manager no one's even saying because i know dorothy was like let me tell you what you're going to do you're not going to say nothing about this fight you're going to stay home you're going to remove yeah, yourself yeah. for a couple episodes you're going to go yeah. to therapy on camera you're going to do that crying thing that you like to do that i hate that you do on camera you're going to talk to your husband you're going to be very sad exactly poke those tear ducts this is what you're going to do on camera and for some reason, no one's advising Monique because she's like, yeah, I had to drag her. You know, her mouth is just too reckless. And, you know, I you know, I, I hate that I had to put all the girls in harm's way. You know, but, you know, sometimes you got to drag someone. You got to really let the girls know. And then talking to her children, don't wake mommy up. But I'm not a lazy mom. Can y'all please let mommy sleep in tonight? Don't wake me up at 6 o'clock like I normally do. She's just, she, everything is just, oh. It's off. It's off. It's off. Um, okay, so that, so this was the beginning of episode, the tipping point. The ladies try to make sense of the altercation between Monique and Candace, but are left in the dark. Giselle heads to Atlanta for her daughter's restaurant opening. Meanwhile, Ashley parents, uh, or presents, sorry, parents Michael, presents Michael with a post-nuptial agreement. Karen seeks help from a third party to mend her relationship, but Ray's surprising revelation leaves her in tears. Busy, what do you think? Um, I don't know. This, really, this was a filler episode. Um, I do love that Ashley brought up. I thought, I, well, I'm not married because I did. Um, I'm sure a lot of older married individuals could have gotten a lot from this because Giselle's life is different from um, Ashley's life, which is different now from what uh, Monique is going through, which is different from what Karen is realizing. And I, I, don't, I just don't have any of those issues, so I couldn't relate to any of them. Um, the best part was the daddy at the end. Outside of any of that, I I, I just it didn't do anything. Oh, for dad? Me. Yeah, that was the best yeah. part. I, you know, I love Mia Good. It, the mic's oh. still on, but they, we're not gonna tell you. Um, outside of that, it was hard to see Karen and her husband. I thought it was very awkward. You know, talk about going to see a therapist. Why did I get a radio uh disc jockey to come and <laughs> give you therapy? Yeah, your friend, and that's weird. I mean, I don't think Ray wants to open up to essentially her friend who just wants to get some like clout within the show. That's what I it just did to not understand it. And she had a lovely radio voice. Now, can you please tell me? It was just very like, what are we doing here? And it was hard to hear him say, you know, I, mean, I think I do. I'm not sure. You know, maybe mm -hmm. we just got to the point where it's like, well, we live together. You know, she just had a whole welcome to, you know, Hugo's are back, but my name was nowhere to be found. Um, I even went upstairs early, popped the, uh, you know, uh, melatonin and went to sleep. And she had a whole dance routine after that. Uh, uh, so I think that he's he's ready to settle down and she's now getting her, I don't know what is second, first, whatever when this is for Karen. And she's ready to live life. And I am nervous because I think that she really does love Ray with all of her. I think she does too. And I think, uh, you know, I just, I wish Ray was more supportive because I feel like she was supportive of him with the tax stuff and when that really screwed her over. Um, and I know they're a couple and she should know her finances and things like that. And well, didn't he take know. care of all her children and put her in this lavish house and let her be extra? Ray, please come upstairs. We have to pick out the clothes for the, mm -hmm. I feel like he's done enough. But what does he want now? He wants her to just at her, her 50 odd years old now to just go settle in Florida and she's not able to do anything herself. I mean, he didn't really set her up. Now she's become a housewife on a television show. She has a platform. She can't go to sleep on this. You know, she deserves to have a business of her own. I mean, Ray did 
taint their reputation and hurt them. You get messed up with the IRS. That's some serious shit. You that know, it was a business transaction that had nothing to do with Ray. They had acquired a company. <laughs> they had a lot of. Uh, it was a, it was a very bad deal, but uh, they they handled it well. They um and it was a smooth transition backwards, which still doesn't make any sense to me. But I feel like Ray's done. He raised her child and his own, gave them whatever they want in this lavish yeah. life. And, you know, or her children grew up in um, Potomac. And they, they mm -hmm. had to move out. It got evicted when they left, uh, but came back. Like, he, I, I feel like he's giving Karen a lot. Uh, there's just something weird about him now, he when old. he's like, she doesn't cook. She doesn't do this. Mm -hmm. She doesn't do that. It's like, but she's doing all these other things. And can we now, maybe, can you step away from this on the provider thing? Because there was a time when you weren't providing or you provide in a way that was illegal. Uh, and so now Karen is. And if you truly want her to thrive in life, which as a spouse, as a partner, you should want that other person to thrive as well. Even if the dynamics when you started change because relationships evolve and the longer you're together, Things are going to come up, things you never expected before, changes. People are going to have to pivot, you know. So um, I think Ray wanted it one way, and he was very old school about it. And now, you know, he has this wife who has aspirations, and she is, you but know. She's a new person. I think that that's – so they've been married this whole entire time, and now – because I think that once we have kids, once those things are – once they kicked out and they don't go on and live their life, I'm naked in Florida. Okay, and enjoying my marriage and traveling, and yes. I feel like that's what he's trying to get to. We don't got all your kid, both of your kids out of this house, and um, now it's time for us to live our marriage together. And yeah, you don't cook no more because the kids are gone, so it's like I don't need to eat anymore. And now you're going off, you're traveling, you're doing, I don't get to spend any time with you. She was tugging him down when her daughter was living at that house when they had to move at that other place. Now it's like Oh, I'm gonna have someone come in and help me cook. It just—I feel like he's like our children are gone. Why are we not happy in Florida right now? I thought that's what we were doing, and now she wants to act like she's 33, and and she should be able to. Yeah, I, that's his fault for marrying someone younger. He knows about the draw and the pull of business and success and wanting to thrive and strive. He's had that. So why can't he understand that his wife wants that too? People in age. do change. Well, he should know that if he had married someone age appropriate, his age, she'd be wanting to take some Metamucil or whatever, drink some Ensure and sit down at the pool. But guess what? Karen is still young and thriving. And the thing she wasn't able to do at 30, she's not able to do at 56. And that's the great thing for women. Now, you know, a lot of times people say you should have already done that. No. Why can't you have your your second life or your second kind of like uh, rejuvenation, not bad, you know what I mean? Happen because you're not dead. And Karen is very much alive and she and is very much so married. And her husband is the same, almost the same age as her dad when he passed away. She yeah. had to slow down. And now we got, yeah. we got that big old house back in Potomac. We could have been living in an apartment building somewhere, but no, she had, she had resize. She's resizing. She's downsizing up. She got to do all of this grandiose, and now she's not even at the house. And no one's in the kitchen cooking. We got all these rooms, but we don't have children. We don't have no pets. Um, it is about here. keeping up with the the Joneses. Thank you, yeah. Pippin, for the um, uh, super. I think it's a super sticker. I can't see it through Streamyard, which stinks. Uh, but I appreciate that. But a Maybe lot of you, you have somebody on the side. 
A lot of, oh no. Well, <laughs> Ray has already put her through that with um, different, what was that? That girl's name that Giselle likes to throw in Karen's face, like oh, right Erica Lawrence. Everybody knows that uh, Ray. Went, first of all, but she had blue eyes. That's what the girl said. They said that Karen had blue eyes. She went into Ashley's restaurant. Why hasn't Ashley been dragged yet? Drag me, Ashley, or drag Ashley. Her daddy did when he closed that door. Her face. Um, Nikki saying, I don't think it's about him wanting to settle down. It's about him not liking her being out there seemingly independent and doing her own thing. He's insecure. I think so too. I think so too. I think it I don't just think she includes him. Mm -hmm. Our marriage is an institution. You know, where she puts up a facade, but it don't seem the way that she had to pack that, uh, dinner up that she was about to make with that chef. It doesn't seem like she's including him in her new, um, Ventures that hot that party he, he was it was K's all around the place like the last name ain't Huger, um you know when the the um, Hugers are back in Potomac where was um where was Ray we had, had a whole man singing uh, over her but where was Ray well maybe he should tell her he loves her and maybe he should be soft to her again maybe and he's maybe withholding her. it because you have been acting like I'm not here how's the Huger that where'd you get the name from girl. Or maybe Ray should step up and now when she's been his biggest fan, he should now be her biggest fan because it's about compromise and give and take. And he's too he's old, though. He's not too old. If this dude still wants to get his wiener working, he's not too old. If he can get his ass to Florida, he can get his ass with a House of Huger t-shirt or the you know cologne and get there and stand next to her, hold her bag, whatever you got to do. Because sometimes you do it for the man and sometimes you do it for a woman. I'm married, not as long as these two, but we're both performers. Sometimes I got to bring Chell up and sometimes you got to bring me up. But we're never jealous of each other. His success is my success. My success is his success. And we established that very early on. So when he gets opportunities, I'm like, yes, like I go nuts. And he loves it because he's like, that makes me feel so good. I'm like, of course, like you're my family. I love you. You're my guy. You know, but so in your 80s. Yeah, why not? The girl, why not? now put them teeth in, okay, and sit down. I'm going to start a, a perfume, the house of you. No, girl. I'm. Look, I, I, I told you we need right. to get a ranch in our house because I'm tired of going up the stairs. I don't want to yeah. do this anymore. We need anymore. to compromise on a better house for sure. But he cannot expect her to just move to Florida and give up every dream and aspiration that she has. He can't. But she knows that. he wants to do it. But she knows they have. They got to talk, though. Don't you think, busy? They got to compromise somehow. Like she's able to maybe part of the year they spend in Florida. Do you know what I mean? Maybe I something that. like that. Maybe they downsize on a home. You don't need this big ass home like you were saying. You don't got kids there. You can still live in a good zip code for whatever reason. But, you know, if you want to keep up with everybody. But, yeah, I can see. I I think they just need a good compromise for real. But because Carrie, listen, I don't think she's listening. Even yeah. two seasons ago when Ashley was like, well, Ray told uh, Michael that he was going to Florida with or without you. Yeah, she did tell me that. I wanted to see if you were going to tell. She knows what the plan is. She's not, um, you know, it's not lost on her. She yeah. has now got her second win and she's ready to go. She went to college, but she didn't go to college. She refused to go. Now she's doing businesses. She's worked at Taco Bell, but she's never worked. Like, she's now trying to become, you know, the, 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 the grand dame that she is with those two tables that she had at their first event. Like, I, she's now becoming what she's always wanted to be. And uh, she knows that he wants to go to Florida. And yeah. some retirement home and pay way less money. That's why we had to see here and, um, you know, do some type of fraud action. We got to pay for this big old house. 
and that paper, that's the age home in Virginia. Yeah. No, I, I mean, you you have very good points, Busy. I mean, I think there's uh, lots of work to be done in this marriage if we want it to last. But also, this is kind of the thing that happens when you have such a big age gap when you're in a relationship because you're going to get at different points of your life. And when you want to chill, that person's like, no, I got my second wind. Yes, my tits are still sitting up because she's probably had a little work, a little work. You know? Oh, yeah, she did. She did. Um, she, um, you take the tears. What did she say in that reunion? You take the implants out and put the tears in. Um, yeah, when they were in New York, I guess they filmed it in New York. She should have got somebody like Michael, you know, somebody who's really still has it, you know. But Michael, he don't, he doesn't keep his wiener in his pants. He's like, he can have it, and she can have it, and he and she can have it. Like she'll you know, that though. I think she'll live for the drama. My husband would never. <laughs> <laughs> like that. So that was it. Was just that was very it was very hard to watch, and I felt it. And when she walked upstairs and walked away. It was it, it was just very difficult, but I think that I am appreciating Ray's honesty. That's not how I feel, and I've been faking it and going along with this. We had to move back to this big old house, and I don't. I just like I don't feel that way. This okay, what this is why marriage counselors and therapists are in business because I will tell you the number one thing couples end up in there for is any kind of resentment. If you do not be honest with your spouse, which isn't the easiest thing to do, if you are unhappy about something, because there are times you're like, oh, I hate when he does that or she does that, but I don't want to bring it up because I don't want to argue. I don't want to just like I don't want to you know. But you have to address these things because otherwise this resentment builds, and this is what we've seen build not only in marriages but in friendships like was mm -hmm. and Candace again I'm just using my psychology minor from the University of Wisconsin River Falls you must be a pastor or a preacher I'm a preacher well they were known <laughs> for agriculture so I, it doesn't mean anything that I minored in psychology 20 years ago okay not well not 20 but like close to okay. just graduated uh just graduated yesterday you guys like I'm a registered on Amazon <laughs> I can't wait to start my life okay uh, anything else happened in this episode? Uh, yeah, it was very, I loved what Jamal's doing for his daughters. I don't mm -hmm. like anything about anything that's happening. If Giselle really does want to be back with him and she's trying to give him, you know, the devil, you know, is better than the devil you don't. And if she's like, you know what, I might as well do it with him again. You know, and I have children with him. I already know that he ain't going to be about nothing. And we live in separate areas. I'll do it. They even stayed in a hotel. So if this but is what's going to make her happy. Did you say this was just for show? I don't, I don't, knowing Giselle, I don't know. Because mm. I feel like Giselle would put herself through this because she she's happier with the man, like her children said. And the devil you know is better than the devil you don't. And at this point, I might as well take Jamal. I got the kids with him. I got to see him all the time anyway. We live in separate areas. Let's Does just act know? like we date. I think someone told us before, but the exact number of kids this dude has, because she said, I'm not even going to address it because she's like, I love how he takes care of his kids. Well, what about the other ones? How is he taking, is the church money, is the passing around of the plate really paying for the, all the kids? Do all the kids get restaurants or just the TV kids? Which I, that, that has nothing to do with us, Giselle. Okay, that has nothing. To, I didn't get, um, you know, clearance for the, the mothers and the children. It's unfair to, uh, to them. So I can't talk about them. Uh, they, they have a McDonald's over on the east side of St. Paul. Um, <laughs> I <don't but> remember. <laughs> there's nothing I can do about them. 
And I love that he really does love his daughters and he wants to do what's best for them. I wish somebody would give me a restaurant, okay? I, oh, I, I would stand. And hopefully mm -hmm. it does well. I mean, this ain't um, the OLG, but we'll, we'll see. see. After the pandemic, they just had started it. And this is what, uh, 2019, they started it, right? Who knows? They look like they barely want to. Thank you guys for coming. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Hey, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Um, okay, so yeah, so then uh, Giselle has the talk with her dad. And her dad, he said, I, you know, I think I'm going to go to the bathroom. Talk about a smooth exit. He said, I'm going to go to the restroom. Excuse me. Uh, I think we're done here. <laughs> I think we're done here. This is not a good look. And the daddy knows because I cheated on her mother several times. How dare you be with He has, he has had six or seven baby mamas. Talk the about dad? production. Talk about production, because he said, "Well, you know, how many children?" Oh, that's all right, because we're gonna get it. We got a clip later. We got a clip later. So don't answer the question, Giselle, because we have a clip later. He has six or <laughs> seven babies, mamas. No, no, no father will go for this. And she's no. sitting there smiling, eating those um, mozzarella sticks with her children. It's the same thing with Robin and her parents. They're like, "Really? We're still." I mean, we love Juan, but like okay. the mom do the daddy don't, because the mom's yeah. like about time. And I know the daddy was like, "Girl, if you don't shut up." I know. Uh, if you don't, and why not give her her money? She should be jealous for Candace because she walked into a beautiful home. That was a large door when she went into her parents' home. Mm -hmm. That was a huge. What? Well, what happened to the money from the uh, the house they flipped? Are they not flipping houses anymore? What is Robin's storyline? Because busy, they have to get married. They can't flip a house without a ring on it. That's what it seemed like. New Dawn saying the restaurant is closed now. So, grand opening. Oh, grand no. They should actually apply for the PPP. See if they can get one of those. Oh, we'll no. See. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, so now we're into episode 10, busy. <sighs> sorry, sorry, not sorry. Sorry. Karen hosts a late uh, the ladies to hear Monique's side of what happened at the winery. Meanwhile, Candace seeks therapy to deal with the aftermath of the altercation. Monique attempts to apologize for getting physical, but her account of the sequence of events leaves a bad taste in some of the ladies' mouths. Did she attempt to apologize? She did. She did. She did attempt to apologize, but then she said she doesn't have remorse right is that was was that the word she didn't have remorse let's go through this um so we, we get a bypass candace putting those plates together and cleaning off the table um in her home, it was so sad every time we see her she's moving dishes in that house why did she have two dinner tables within five feet of each other was one a counter i feel like one of the tables was more like a like a center table you put flowers on cards and stuff like that and then the other one was an actual dinner table it looked like two, then i don't know i have a little sitting area dorothy did it All right, go ahead um so you know, see you see her putting the plates struggling to put the plates together um you know crying you know revisiting uh what happened to her she was molly wiped as one of the uh jolene's jan said um <laughs> no that's ryan ryan always agrees with you and then we have, oh, all oh, right. And then we have, who do we go to next? We go to um, Wendy talking about, you know, how she's a commentator and she has to fight with her words. We're straight through the list, but she's she's on there reading those Republicans. I still haven't I, heard the list. Are you serious? Yeah, I still don't. I still haven't heard it. And then you have Giselle talking to her daughters. Now, Giselle's daughters already let her know, like, girl, this, this is not the movie. You need to really protect yourself before from that girl, okay? Because we'll fight her. <laughs> uh, I feel like the oldest one will fight her. The other ones, they're not going to do that. No. Um, and then you have 
Karen talking to Monique. You know, I just want to get the ladies together. You know, Mo, uh, just, um, Karen calls Candace. And Candace, yeah. she was so, that attitude was serious. Sure. 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 I'm, uh, I'm, it, it's so nice of you to be so gracious to someone. And I don't need to talk to the girls. They were all there. They saw it. They, they looked at the footage. They were all there. There's no need for us to talk. You know, I'm, I'm Grace under fire. Okay. She's Grace Under Fire when she is unwrapping those uh, pastries and baked you goods. Because uh, pastry, she she's not cooking. <laughs> she cook. I love Karen. I know Ray was probably trying to just sit down or uh, sleep. Now you yeah. got bodyguards people yelling in the house because she don't know. And the pastries, and I, when I was asking for fried chicken, just nothing about it is just right. So they all show up at the dive. Robin must have learned something. They must have docked her pay last season because she's been on time. On every time. She's early. She's the first one. What the freak? It's crazy. Now, she didn't dress for the occasion, but well, maybe she did. She, she was ready to scrap. Uh, she did she, have look, heel boots on. Heel yeah, boots on. She, like she was ready. She just dropped the kids off the football practice or something like that. And she got. Yeah. Um, she came over. And she comes in there. She opens the door. And who else comes next? When? Who comes next? I think it's Giselle. Is it Giselle? Then Ashley? Then Ashley, then Wendy. No, then Wendy, then Ashley. Then Wendy, because Wendy walks in. She's like, oh, was the door open? Oh, yes, it was, girl. And then Ashley with the baby. But now I stand Giselle with the bodyguard because it's so on brand. It's on brand. It's what, what I expect from Karen. Karen gives me what I expect from Giselle. Giselle gives me. That it's like, girl, put that bodyguard in the back. Too much. Too, 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 too much. All the eye rolling, the bad fashion she shows up with, the self-righteous. I expect that. This guy showing up and at least get him a man-sized car so that he can fit in. The guy was huge. Look, and she picked him up on the way. He lived in Robin's yeah. neighborhood. He was running the house. And she picked him up and said, hey, can you I just be it. the bodyguard? This is Giselle trying to make it about her. It's not about you. You don't have an interesting enough storyline. Your husband is buying restaurants uh, that might be great, but boring. And uh, are oh, she's a literary that? award winner. Don't minimize her accomplishments. <laughs> she has a canceled uh, uh, beauty line and cosmetic line in Target. It just was so ridiculous. Like no one's going to try to do anything on Giselle. If anything, Monique will just take a brush and brush out those curls. Why do we have ringlets that we didn't work through with our fingers or a brush? Why is that happening? Why is that happening? She didn't have enough time. She had to go pick up the. Uh, she had to go pick up the security guard. We cannot do everything. She's not. She's a not for lazy mouth. Busy. You are the fashion person. She has way too much going on with the headband oh, and the red, and it's just too much. She wants to it's put on everything much. that's in her closet. She's like, oh, that and that and that and this. Okay, and oh. let's go. And it was you like know what? 2008 happened all over again in her closet, and she was and I like, stand yeah. It. I, and she work. thinks she's the baddest thing walking, okay? And she came yeah. in with a security guard. He's going to be sitting with me, please. Um, girl, pretend to go in the back with those pastries. You sit behind us. And if she starts to attack, then that's when you come in. Ashley brings baby Dean um, because her husband, for some, for some reason, they cannot find a babysitter. What is the mama doing? Because her boyfriend don't work. You I don't know if the mama got to go. Listen. Uh, what's I was gonna say, Dean. Michael can't get dick with Dean there. So if Michael's out and about doing business, he's trying to get dick. And if he can't get dick, then he's gonna get a lady friend. Where the mama and, at? Uh, she's got that. Uh, I bet you Ashley and Michael will not let 
Maybe oh, that's true. That's true. alone that's because that. of the husband thing. And then Ashley's got this teen sister now that's trying to go to prom. So the mom's busy. She's oh, busy. And that trying to was idiots. But um, they, they got to be able to find some type of babysitter to help out with the girl because she cannot have Dean in every single scene. We just got done with a fight. You decide, oh, I'm going to bring the baby. Michael not concerned about uh, Ashley or the well-being of her child because mm-hmm. Ain't no way that, okay, well, we're going to now go talk to Monique after the fight. Oh, yeah, well, you know you're bringing a baby, right? Here's the, the doctor. Even the lady who was teaching her how to, you know, do the breast milk, she couldn't babysit. Nobody was available. I know child care got scarce like that in their tax bracket. It just didn't make any sense. He, his older children, nobody could come over to babysit for a second. Nobody. No. But anyway, um, Monique, now, Monique did come in style. Oh, wait. Robin, how do you feel about this? Because remember, Robin, oh, you know, you made a fake page about me. You was talking about me on Instagram. Um, she she <laughs> always you, goes to, she always it. goes back to season two when, you know, when it's yeah. season three, when, oh, yeah. you know, why am I on your page? Your family runs your page. You know, I feel like you discredited her just a little bit. It's like, Robin, you still going with the same thing, girl? Oh, you made a fake page, Mom. You forwarded to the blogs. Your family did this. You still doing that, Robin? Because I, I agree that she did that, but it, Robin can't be the messenger. There's too much history there. Yeah, but, or has Robin been right all along and Monique has been paying? Oh, yeah. Uh, 100%. Even during that reunion, when she was like, my brother runs that page. I can't say, what's up with your brother runs the fan page, Monique? Then clearly you can't. See, Andy be reading her. Mm-hmm. I, I, but I can't say what he puts on there. It's your fan page that your brother runs. You can just say, don't put that on there. <laughs> so delusional. But I feel like she did leak it to the, now it was very swayed in one direction, the media. Wendy broke it down. I was like, oh, we got to listen to Wendy on this one because Wendy knows her stuff. Um, and so she's like, okay, so you're saying two days uh, mm-hmm. and you told me two days ago and they, and it's the same narrative you're pushing, which is that the drink or whatever was the reason um, that it all oh, started. Count the reasons, y'all. If I if we talk about a drinking game, count all <laughs> the reasons that Monique said is what why she did what she did. And Karen now doesn't know how to use um, social media. Hey, well, well, what was going on at the blogs? You said something like, girl, but when oh, those texts- morning. She's mourning. Then she knows how to Instagram live, but she wasn't mourning. She's screaming, she's grieving. Oh, I love you too. So, uh, I'm Mexico. I, I love you. Girl, but now it's, wait, what's going on on the Twitter? Somebody show me. You know I don't know these things like that. Karen, sit. Down. That's so on brand for Karen, though. It is. Just, I'm just so busy. I'm so I don't have time for all this. When really, you know, she's she's I just like this. She didn't even cook. She's scrolling. Yeah, you had someone come over and make I don't know what it was salmon or some shit. Uh, so but so Wendy shows up. She Wendy's already made up her mind. Giselle's already made up her mind. Robin's already made up her mind. Ashley's like. Okay, I'm open-minded to it because Ashley hates Candace. I mean, at their core, they hate each other. They're never going to be okay. They're going to just be like, mm, fine, because we have to tape together. But no, too much was done. The knife situation, the, the dinner situation, the stuff with Michael, it's just they're never going to repair their friendship, nor do I think Candace should repair her friendship with Ashley yeah. um, because you can't trust her, you know? Um, I don't think she had her mind made up. I think she wanted to know what was going to be said, and then she realized, why are we here? Robin was a little more open-minded. Giselle, Karen was right. Giselle came in with her mind made up. Oh, she was yeah. rolling her eyes, that stupid taking of the notes on I your phone. Ugh. 
it, it, because like, it's the theatrics is what that would have been a boring scene without her. That like, wasn't it would have been pulling out your phone if she would have brought like a pen and a notepad. That's like the theatrics, but just having boring. your phone out that looked lame. That looked lame. Karen, Karen comes with notes, and that's why, uh, I, 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 that's why I prefer Karen to Giselle because she brings so much more theatrics with her and it's so much more entertaining where Giselle's is like she's like the big lots version of she doesn't it have a range. You know? she doesn't have the range so she has to deal with what she can I'm gonna take on my phone that aka oh. that she has assistant told her we don't use pen and paper no more girl we now use our phones because you'll never leave your phone and now she's taking advice and bringing Even her phone with her Bring out the iPad. Maybe she's got a little pen that goes with it or something, and she could be writing stuff out. But the phone thing. In the car with KD and her, there was not enough room for another thing. <laughs> there was not enough room. <laughs> Monique comes in in style. Now, now, Monique looked good. If there's oh, anything that she good. did right, it was the she, whole entire outfit. I think she always looks good. I mean, I, how is she doing? Is she has businesses, children, husband, podcasts, essential oils? How does she make it look so easy? Um, but she looks really so good. But what I can't stand is when someone comes in and creates so much turmoil. Mm -hmm. They come in the room like, "Hey, girl, what's going on, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all, hey, girl." <laughs> Oh, Dean's in here. Okay, it's a cocktail. Hey, that that set the tone right there. It wasn't even a, a like okay. But it's uncomfortable. What she's supposed to do? What she's uncomfortable? She's just like you look. This is what all the housewives do. They go, mm, you look beautiful, even when they don't look beautiful. More like they don't look beautiful. You know, they all do that. So then she's. You, you could see she was struggling having making eye contact with the other women. Like she just was because she feels ashamed. There's a she feels ashamed. She really does feel ashamed. I don't think now she does, does. She, she does. Even Wendy was explaining that she feels ashamed because embarrassed. Personal, yeah, that, that's the shame comes from her embarrassment. Um, but she doesn't necessarily feel remorseful because I think she still believes that Candace um deserved on, uh, to be to be checked. I think she said she's like, You're gonna you're gonna call it out, you're gonna say, drag me, drag me, drag me. One day you're gonna get dragged. And I think there are people out there that are like, Well, yeah, yeah, you did you did keep saying drag me, you not did on a job, girl. In the face. I'm not saying it's right, I'm just saying. I just, I could not, it, there was, there's a tone that you have to set when you're coming into things like this. And if Monique wanted us to feel like we needed to give her any type of grace or um, just a listening ear, and you had me drive all the way out here, it had to be a long drive for um, Robin, you had me drive all the way out here. And now it's like, um, hey, girl, mm -hmm, guys, uh, Audine, hey, mm -hmm, hey, uh, okay. And then she sits down. So the amount of emotion switches that she had during this whole conversation, mm -hmm. that coupled with the changing of the reasons why she started to fight someone, Everything was a mess. She could have practiced this with the pastor at least. Nothing. It just it did not make sense. I just want to say I'm so sorry. I I'm, I'm I feel um, um embarrassed that I even let someone. No, first of all, I don't want to talk about Ken. This is not about Ken. It's about me. And I feel so embarrassed 
that I even let someone get me to that point because that is that they're the reason they let me get and I wasn't in control of you know handling that person and that's not the person that I give. Mm. Well, that's not, that, yeah. some people that's not have to be able to be held accountable. That's and I not, just want to let y'all know that sometimes, and I don't feel bad about it, but pray for me. Well, yeah, that was that was a little weird. And uh, I think you should say, I would have went into it saying, this is not the person I want to be, but I struggle with this. And I do struggle with being aggressive. And I struggle with letting my emotions get the best and allowing someone to um, kind of push me where I feel I don't have a choice. But I do know as a grown woman, I do have a choice. And the choice should have been to not grab Candace. Now, I don't agree with what she's done to me this season, whether it be about my relationship, which she wouldn't have brought up. But, you know, we do have our problems, but she never deserved me to physically assault her. And I think had she come from a place of like that, the women would have responded a million times better. I just I think Monique is drowning. Whatever she's drowning in, she is currently drowning. Yes. She, nothing is making sense. And uh, you can tell... Uh, I do. I know uh, Nikki B. We agreed once this episode. I was so excited. And she says she does not feel ashamed. Uh, Jolene, she just doesn't want to be in a position for the ladies to see how she really is. Um, I Which think is the hood, ghetto, trashy. I, I think she's trying not. To, I think at her core, she doesn't want to be that. I don't think she wants to be that. I think she resorts to that because she hasn't taken any steps to change that. Like you said, getting a little therapy, doing something. You have to recognize you have the problem, or and you're she not. Doesn't. Gonna... She yeah, never has to... had the problem. She never is the problem. Mm-hmm. She, there's no accountability, and I've never seen have accountability. Have Only accountability. one. And her husband made her apologize to Sherman. Mm-hmm. Because he liked to go to the gym with him. And now you done messed up that gym relationship and you owe him and Giselle an apology. That well, was Chris, is, Chris is always friends with all the dudes of the women Monique doesn't get along with. Like everybody uh, has a close relationship. Oh, right. I really like those people. Yeah, uh-uh. no, no more. They're not coming over this house anymore. Oh, I really like Cherise. Oh, no, she can't come over here. I know. No it's so bad. His uh, mom, his mama could come to the house. Just everything is just... And it's never her. It's never, ever her. And it, you got to watch out for people who don't think that they're ever the no, problem. I do. I have a cousin like that, and I blocked her years ago because it's everyone else. It's like, how can 20 people be the re- – it must be – it's you, bro. It's All the other cousins are like, hey, it's you. One of our cousins punched her in the face once at a baseball game because this chick has just been riding us for years and she was grabbing her drunk and grabbing at my one cousin. My cousin's like, get your hands off me, get your hands off me, get your hands She didn't, so she clocked her. And then we were supposed to feel bad for her. I go, Y'all are fighting family, Jolene, now. Bruh, <laughs> I don't heard 40 stories on this love about y'all scrapping. That's, I think that is, uh, I don't know. That's maybe why I have empathy. I don't condone it, but I do. Uh, yeah. So anyway, yeah, she's not- like 93 and you can't be out here. It's just in <laughs> the frustration is and they were trying. Okay. It looks like almost like everybody had an index card. Like, okay, we'll try this one. Don't you feel remorseful? No. Nope. <laughs> yeah. They were giving her lifelines. Um, 
uh, yeah, I, I, this was a mess. This was a mess. I think the intention uh, or initially I was like, okay, cool. We're not going to talk about Candace. Cause you did not need to come in there and try to drag Candace because it has to be about you and your actions. And then Candace can speak her own piece. Uh, but Monique, uh, immediately, I do think though, I'm still going to say Giselle and her face says, if I was trying to be vulnerable, that would make me shut down. I think Monique in general has a problem being vulnerable. So the minute she might go to that and then she sees Giselle like, nah, 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 she's going to shut down. I, it was a little unnecessary. Hold your face until she explains and then you can come back. But Giselle tried to make about herself. The best part of this whole episode was the fact that Giselle was like, well, then I'm leaving. And she thought the world would end. And everyone was like, bye. Even Robin, even Rob was like, okay, bye. See you later. Uh, and you know, we didn't think that. I know she thinks that. And that's what makes her amazing. Because then she leaves. It's like, okay, finally. Um, because the show goes on. Her theatrics, like they have no... They have no barrier. They hold no weight. Like Candace, like, oh, she mad at this party, but tomorrow we'll be friends. Like, who cares? And mm -hmm. in her mind, she thinks she's this grandiose person, which is why we allow her to act like that. But once she leaves, we're like, okay, now, now that Giselle's gone, let's get down to the work. But I do love the aspect that she brings. And I don't think she owes Monique a damn thing. She doesn't owe her anything the way that she made that man lose her. Um her boyfriend that she really, really, oh, Sherman, we all like Sherman. He was feeding her grapes. Um, and she made him lose and bring that lady around and show no remorse, show no remorse. And I, I, I think I would have been like that too. Hold on, let me take notes. Hold on, let me open up the app. Okay, can you start again, please? And you know how you'd be listening to someone and you're like, nah, I know they telling the lie right here. Mm -hmm. That's how, you said what, the wine glass? Uh, uh, let, let, let me write this down real quick. Robin, Robin didn't need the notes and Robin was coming correct with it being like, first of all, this is how it really went down here to here to here. Um, so right, I feel like Robin gave a better performance than Giselle in that aspect, because this is a, like, this is a more serious situation than we've seen on Potomac because mm -hmm. we are dealing with these women discussing and, and Wendy did a great job of discussing this, of the seriousness of um, the portrayal in what people assume in these horrible stereotypes that follow black women, no matter what we see it on our other favorite shows, like big brother, the black women that play the game, they don't even get a chance and they get labeled from day one as aggressive, even though the white chicks are the most aggressive. Even they, removing like, race from it, this is a show about a, a group of women in high society. You know, Potomac, they're not fighting in Potomac. Now, Atlanta, you can see some scrapping there. But we're not fighting in Potomac. They have the highest um, uh, salaries or the richest African-Americans. Yeah. Like, this is not an area. This is not what we've been trying to portray. People really do love them here. Like, they've been able to do a lot of philanthropy. They, they have their shade. Um, but they're always going to the Congressional Black Caucus. They're showing ubiquitous. They're a, a part of the community. There's, they're always doing any type of philanthropic work. They've been able to showcase and do work that only Phaedra was doing in Atlanta. I, everybody else fighting, scrapping. Um, they've been able to really hold on to that. And yeah. I don't know if it's because Monique's been pregnant, so she couldn't partake in, but... Now she ain't got no baby. She ready to fight everybody. This is not loving hip hop or the Bad Girls Club. That's not what we do here. I love Bad Girls Club. Ugh. And that's where she belongs. That's exactly well, where she belongs. We're going to have to th show her how to throw a real punch then. That's what's going to have to happen. I'm so um, over her. 
Also over in that is just wrong. She needs to be accountable for her mouthpiece. Talk is cheap, and Monique had had enough. Yeah, but now she's not going to have enough or her husband or that bird or those babies or that house, okay? She better hold on to what she got. She, the only thing she's going to have left is that podcast. That's what it seems like. That's what Chris is going to leave her with. You can just... I understand where Monique is coming from because she was raised in the streets. Girl, this ain't the streets. I don't even think they have street lights out there in Potomac. Okay? Uh, yeah. it, it's just not that area. And once you get... And when they're wrong, do as Romans do. Or sooner or later, you, you may have to be removed. This is going to affect your husband, his businesses. Uh, who knows if you're going to come in here and we say the wrong thing. Now you're slapping us upside our head. And that's what the high city girls, that's all they need. Oh, no, not that one. Girl, just she can't come. Remember for the longest time, uh, Kim Kardashian could be around Beyonce. No, she, everybody else could come, but not that girl. Okay, it took a very long time for her to ease up in here. Once you have this persona, especially in a place like that, and now you're about to do a charity event, mm -hmm. girl, what is it for? Badder women? No, no, it, it, it's just a no. And I, I just, I, you have children, you have a daughter who's gonna have to watch this. Now, maybe you're raising her to fight and no, not, I, I just, I just, I just, I can not. Now, Candace does have a mouth to her, and she need to know. Who to use it with? Sometimes I say, you know what? I feel like yeah. this person can beat my ass, so I'm yeah. gonna shut up. Yep. Shut up. Someone said in the comments, there's a, not, and I apologize that I, I can't directly quote you because I forgot. It might have been Educated Queen. I don't remember uh, that both women need to be accountable for their actions. The fact that Candace went, we did cut back and forth her at her therapist and even her therapist is like, there is no situation you'll ever be in where you hold no accountability. There's a yeah. very rare circumstance that that's going to happen. You held accountability. You did have fingers in the face. You knew you were pushing. You know how she is. I'm not saying you deserved it, but I'm just saying that's your accountability so just admit that candace and, and it should be easier for candace to admit it and still be able to say but i did not deserve her fighting me and that's what she yeah. said no because when the therapist asked her he's like you don't think there's anything you did she goes no she's like no i thought about it already he was like i think about it i yeah. thought girl but why would you even go to therapy if you already thought about it and you already have your answer bring it back to uh to the verbal <laughs> disagreement she said she definitely played a part yeah. She definitely played a part in that. So she took responsibility for her now engaging because she should not have engaged. Oh. But I don't think she needed to take accountability for her getting slapped upside her head like that. I just no, I don't just think she take accountability for that. She just has to take accountability for the fact that she did engage. She I did and she kept it going, you know. So I wish I we would hear her say exactly uh, that she. I should have walked away again, like I've been walking away. I'm the non-mature. I'm the child, but let me be the bigger person and leave away. this party again. Go to Bravo and say, "Here's the deal," you know. I don't know. We can do it now. We can do it now. Oh, girl, I am unsafe. So is Giselle. So is Robin. When did she say she's gonna hit your child like that karate man did? Like, uh, we're going to get all of these people on the other side. Unfortunately, Karen wants to keep up with the Joneses, so she has to have Potomac side because she lives in the neighborhood. And I don't know where Ashley fits in. She just doesn't like Candace. But she needs to be worried about her husband and why that baby keep going away. Well, how dare yeah. you have your that child in danger, man. Somebody needs to call CPS, have her child in those dangerous situations like that. Thank God there was security on deck. We need to be thanking Giselle. I just, I, That's I, I, I don't know. Oh there was gosh. a very big contrast between Monique and 
Oh, it was the it was the wine glass. Or it was everything that was happening. It was her telling her to drag me. Oh, it was wine in my face. Oh, I blacked out. Or oh, I came too. Oh, I don't care. I don't feel bad. Oh, but it was me, and I should have. She had every excuse except for the fact that her, Chris told her to hit him, and, and she told every single thing. And then at the end of it all, pray for me. I'ma talk to my pastor about what, girl? Because you said you. You feel embarrassed, but you ain't do nothing wrong. She deserved to get popped with purses. You, what are you, what are you um, going to talk to him about? Well, Patty Duke says uh, Monique will be 110 years old by the time this live is. Over. I mean, to be honest, because the girl is up there, oh, 105 years old, over here fighting and talking about. I gotta pray for me, y'all. I'm I have to talk to my pastor. You have to remember again, like Cece's saying, are we choosing to forget the knife incident? Monique came war ready in case she's get crazy. Candace has proven herself to be. Someone who and she's will, changed. Did we not allow season. her that it was last season? But this season, we've even they've even showcased her walking away from every single event and apologizing at every event she said. But you know how her apologies come off. And this is people. If you're apologizing, don't do this apology. I'm sorry if you felt that way. No, be sorry you did that. I'm sorry I didn't tell you what was going on with the Ashley thing, or I'm sorry I couldn't communicate that to you at the time. That didn't work. But she says, I'm sorry, you felt that way. When someone gives me an apology and they say, I'm sorry, you felt that way. I'm like, that's not an apology. That's a cop out. That's like, I'm sorry, you were offended. People will say that. They'll go, I'm sorry, you were offended. How about just- I think that was only that one fight. And she apologized for Sharice because she didn't know that they had um, beef like that. She apologized yeah. for- um, she tried to apologize for sequestering herself, but I these are magical s'mores uh, in the fire because she I was just, very angry about it. Yeah. She I walked away from every fight. I don't like the self-righteous nature of these chicks when they're coming in, especially Giselle. And now we have even Candace a little bit. Like, I would never. Girl, you, your husband had to restrain you. Never forget. I don't care if it was in her house, not in her house, wherever, in between. She was trespassing. Ashley did whatever and in between she we saw a cut back to it and it was it could have flown it was right at her her husband had to pick her ass up she was so I would say that was a situation where she appeared to be losing it or out of her right self the same way Monique explains it I'm not saying the two things equal out but I'm just saying don't now Start with the whole, I would never, that is not at all what I'm trying to do. And then Giselle, me and Jamal, we have a image to uphold. Your image is done. Okay. Yeah, we just keep over her. her. She doesn't, she really doesn't matter. But, but that's all they're saying. That's like what Monique is hearing. And it's just such BS. So now Monique is the number one villain and everyone on every season has been so calm and there was no umbrella incident and there was no one's ever made a comment about wanting to hurt another person. And at, and you know, Candace didn't sit there with the knife like this and say this, that, and the other thing and had Girl, to be leave out this house. Please remove right. yourself from my home. Rained. It just does seem. Candace wasn't gonna hit nobody. We don't know that. How do we? She know was that? a child and having a. Please get out of my house. You will not talk about my mother and my home. Please get out of my house, Ashley. People who get hit, like Candace did from her mom, sometimes become people who hit. So we don't no, know. She cries. She cries. She, cries. she grabs the nearest Kleenex. Okay, and she folds that thing up so quick, y'all. Y'all should see it. She folds it up so quick, and she boom. I, mm -hmm. Candace's apologies are not sincere to me. Well, they're not to you, okay? I felt like they were sincere. And then so someone who's being that aggressive to you, at one point, you have, you have to get to the point where you're just like, 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry the cheese didn't come out the way you asked. I'm sorry that the channel wasn't because now every time we do a scene together, I'm apologizing to you. I'm apologizing mm -hmm. for this. I'm apologizing for that. I'm apologizing for this. I'm getting sick and tired of saying I'm sorry to you. I had to lead a birthday party early the other day. I had to lead a sip and see early. I had to. I'm so tired of saying I'm sorry to you. And I just don't want to create this new narrative where Candace is just a complete victim and this came out of nowhere and I have no idea and I would never do this and this self-righteous nature that I don't want to come out that's coming out in Giselle because I don't want these women to just throw Monique out as if she's some kind of trash or something. She is. And why is if, <laughs> if Ashley can be redeemed I can't Candace. And if she's been dragged, Ashley drugged that she was on everybody's neck. Okay. Your husband's broke. Your husband, you ain't got nobody. You're an alcoholic. Karen doesn't. She was on everybody's neck. Everyone's neck. And she got very reckless. And so did her husband at those reunions. They, they tag well, team. Speaking of that busy, it looks like Michael might get dragged by white Chris. Because we saw see, that. Up. I stand that. Come on. No, Somebody I would needs love, to love to see Gollum get dragged by white Chris with the brown D. I would love to see that. But we might see, you know, we might see Candace get a little. I don't know. Candace had said in her Wendy Williams interview, I think we're going to see more and more of this Monique situation, which will push us toward team Candace. That's what she That's what was I'm hearing. insinuating. So we'll see. I mean, I don't know what else is going to happen. Hopefully they stop showing Monique. She goes, focus on her podcast. Y'all, please, let's do a PSA. No, that's a PSA. Um, let's um, put some money together, do a GoFundMe, and let's just put some money together for the podcast, the Not Lazy Moms. Um, now, Jolene, I was drinking out of your cup the other day. You was like, oh, that was a bad And she got all those cups, okay? Walking around down the street with those mugs, girl. And, and nobody's buying tickets. What's I this know. merch for, girl? And you're printing out flyers, but you got coffee, but you got cups. It don't make no sense. And where are the essential oils? Okay, final thoughts. Um, do you think this friendship is salvageable if Monique was uh, held herself accountable? Do you think her and Candace could be friends again? No. So you remember when we did the rewatch? Mm -hmm. And I told you, Monique is flip-flopping. And the way that she started to treat Candace, I didn't like it. She started to befriend other individuals and not holding her her end of the friendship. She's showing text messages. She's doing this. Why would your friends show text messages to somebody else? If we're talking about what you can or can't, oh, we can't give other people's numbers. But you sat with Ashley and said, girl, look and see what we did. I ain't never do that. And you need to learn this. And you're dragging your friend in the middle of the hold down. And Ashley, you know, that, that girl's still out there in that fire, don't know what to do because y'all don't came out there uh, with that pregnant lady talking about dragging because she, oh, you, you need to be checked. And I'm not going to be on your side. She did all of those theatrics. And I saw the flip-flopping happening. I saw the flip-flopping happening. Yeah, and now so we just this is a continuation. That friendship is dead and gone. Right. Yeah. I think once you put your hands like that and it gets to that point, it's that'd be really hard to come back from. Yeah, don't touch me. I already got my mom popping me with purses. You think no, it's a yeah. it's a no for and me. That's triggering to Candace. So everybody's triggered. And while oh. Monique was out here writing songs and doing little podcasts on YouTube, we have um Candace out here doing uh CBC 
uh, live telecast. I saw that. I said, look at this contrast because I had Monique on in the back doing a ghetto interview mm. with some low life podcast. And then you see Monique on the uh, CBC uh, Congressional Black Caucus Forum, Early Foundation, talking about leadership and everything. They, they don't compare. Okay, that bird was coming in and out of the scene. When do you think we'll hear if Monique is fired or not? Do you think they'll wait until after the reunion like they do most times with them? Um... Bravo's already said it pretty much. They don't show that girl beating her up every time and catching her at every single lie. They are removing themselves of fault and liability. Is she going to be invited to the uh, the reunion, you think? It's all virtual. Yeah, girl, log on. <laughs> log into the Zoom. And but you can did be have one. They did have New York was in person. Just a couple of weeks ago. But their numbers are really low, right? They did a six feet apart thing. They wore masks, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I don't uh, need I a think, mask. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Okay, I have to jump on with a, another Married to Bravo episode with Nana. But busy, always a pleasure. I love it. You open my, my eyes and mind to things. And I love that we can just talk and have banter, no matter what. Yeah, me you busy. can beat me up. Me and Busy are never fighting. That today. We are never fighting. We are never. Chell walked in uh, when uh, when Karen was showing when they're on their way to Monique's. This is a while ago, but when they're on their way to Monique's cabin and Karen walked in with her top abs, and uh, uh, Giselle said, "Good morning, good morning." And Chell goes, "What is that?" I go, "That's just what you say." Good morning. Like he still is just like. Yeah, I'm that? very organic. You remember when Nini said that? Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm very organic. Just add a random thing. All right, Busy Blue, make sure you follow Busy Blue at Busy Blue on Instagram and Twitter and also sub to his channel. It's tagged in the uh, title of this, so very easy. Just click on it. We're getting busy to 5K subs. You love him. Uh, those listening later on iTunes or those listening right now, uh, please rate and review. I think we're up to 163 reviews. Let us know what you think. Unless you think something mean, then just keep it moving and tell it to your I'll journal. put it there, see, because I, I, I do go back in the comments. Jolene will fight you, but I go toe to toe. Oh, I have before, and I had to stop myself because there's too many people to fight because Pretty I'm getting called. I've got, recently, I put it on Twitter, like, Franzel stands are coming for me, and they're like, Jolene, you fat, ugly bitch, you are jealous. Uh, pick a number. You're cutting in line. I got this person to handle right now. Pick, pick a number. I was like, oh, my gosh. Fat, yes. Jealous, no. Bitch, maybe. Okay. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Busy Blue, we're going to pick a time that's going to work where we can do it. we're all caught up. Yes. We're caught up. We're caught up. I'm so proud of us. I'm so proud of us. Thank you everyone for joining. I love that you all shared your opinions and we don't all agree on everything. And I think it's awesome because, you know, I read some right. and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. Shout out to the mods. And uh, you guys are fantastic. Oh, no, I Bye. said only my opinion was right. Oh, I heard mods. No, <laughs> I, I, I don't think I should be a part of this group anymore. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.